It's nice. I wanted to get a recording of Taylor insulting Jim. Oh, go on. Oh, it'll happen loads in the podcast. It's fine. You get your bit in, Jim. You want me to say my bit? Don't. Yeah. <coughs> um, I'll just cut that bit out. Shit. What was it again? I don't remember the exact. You know. Just like inflate your own ego, lad. That's mm. all it is. I've been led to believe by numerous people across the country, really. When you think about the places we've played, the people we've played to. Chester, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Chester, Chester again. Uh, Buckley. Buckley. <laughs> Mould. And then back to Chester. Yes, the beautiful, beautifully named town of Mould, <laughs> which is actually very accurate. Where have we to played the in Mould? Oh, Pentan. And the um, King's Head. Oh, Queen's Head. Yeah. Queen's Head. Yeah. It's now a, a drag bar. Mm. I want to fucking drag my... Go on. Think about <sighs> it. Go on, drag you it. my... Um, Sorry excuse for a body. Yeah, that's good. Uh, out of there any time that I go in there. <coughs> yeah, we still owe them a gig. Do we? They're not listening. Mm-hmm. Do we cancel? <laughs> No we, one is. We had to stop halfway <laughs> through. It was my fault, to be fair. What happened? My voice blew up. That Oof. That rings a that. bell, actually. Or oh, sort of. It miss, can't, not doing a gig there rings a bell, but I remember just being like, fuck yes. Oh, we, had to, we had to stop halfway through it, because um, our IT teacher from school was there. Who's that? Oh, uh, the, the Darlington. Tall fella. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? Taylor and I were like front row. He was yeah, we were front row. crazy. He's actually Mr. Darlington. Whoa. It's an absolute side note, but you mentioned drag bar. Do you know Minsky's in town? No. Uh, do you know Minsky's? I know Minsky's. Yeah. Never uh, been, but... Never been, but apparently, right, they do until... Supposedly, it's like 4pm till close. 99p, all drinks. There's definitely a catch. Unless, so then if you go for a double, it's like 198, but all drinks 99p. How do they make money? I don't know. That's mad. All right, we're going to go Minsky's. Yeah, I was like, boys, we, we got to go Minsky's. Yeah. I've been meaning to go to Minsky's because it looks interesting, but like, it also is kind of in a really weird place. and It is. I feel like I'm going to get stabbed in the I feel like I'm going to get stabbed. It? It's literally opposite co-op. You'll, opposite you co-op? you definitely walk past it, so you co-op. know... Um, what? Co-op. Fucking hell. M&S, sorry. Yeah, M&S. Oh, right. You what? know where the oh, church is? Like, no, next to what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it like... R- it's, the it's opposite yeah, yeah, Keith yeah. The Between fish. the two St. David's. Yeah, another one. Yeah, it's next yeah, to yeah, Keith yeah. the Fish. Yeah, Keith the Fish. Well, Good old Keith I've never fish. seen Keith open. <clears throat> no. Isn't that because Keith died? I hope he um, didn't. I don't know. I, I just got in my head well, that Keith the Fish his died. And yeah. His memory. Yeah. Anyway. Welcome, welcome to the Little Slice Podcast. <laughs> in memoriam. <laughs> in memoriam. <laughs> and his fish. And his fish. Yeah. What do we do on this podcast, Dan? We take Cry. them each week. Mm-hmm. Each week? <laughs> That's confident. Whichever week we feel like it. Take an album sometimes. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yep. And then it That's devolves it. into personal insults. and Mostly, yeah. And yeah. then we pick an album for next week. That's how we roll. <laughs> With me as sometimes is... <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Mark Ball. Jim Hinchcliffe. Yo. And changing it up this week, we've got 
Taylor Asbridge. Back go. again. Back because... again. I say, surely the changing it up this week is actually doing the podcast. That's <laughs> changing true. it up. Yeah. This is only my second. <coughs> and this yeah. is my So last. charismatic last yeah. time that they brought me back. Merrick's After about two months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, Taylor, do you mind? I'm trying to make my grand exit speech. I, uh, Who even are you? I'd like to thank the fans. Uh, I'd like to thank my legs for always supporting me. My arms for always being by my side. Oh. You're going to make... A really disappointing dad one day. <laughs> disappointing or disappointed? Both. Nice. You'll be disappointing to them, and then they'll, they'll disappoint grow me up and disappoint you. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not making the same dad jokes that you're making. Because they were never on the Little Slice podcast. That's yeah, what it's going to fucking true. be, boys. We'll still be doing this when when we have children. We're barely doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's true. Basically, I decided that my time could be better spent playing World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Real quick. That's where Spike went as well. <laughs> That's where we're all going. It's actually Taylor and Jim's last episode as well. Oh, shit. That is the podcast. We're leaving you for Azeroth. I'm just going to be sitting here. <laughs> like, shit. Like, on my own. Like, <laughs> fuck, I wish I had a World of Warcraft. Five time. episodes from now is going to be, like hi, I'm Daniel Roberts, as, as always with my guests. Ping pong ball, <laughs> unlit candle, three-week-old glass of water. <laughs> I've always seen we myself do. as a three-week-old glass of water. <laughs> but a glass half full, you know? Mm. And that's what counts. But very cracked. Well, I've been through a lot, Mark. I've been through a lot in my, and my we 22 years of life. We support you. I, uh... Did just- <laughs> <laughs> I was just having war flashbacks. <laughs> I forgot that we can't edit in post to just have like... <laughs> Helicopter noises. Yeah, that was my realistic war sounds, by the way. It sound like... What's that? Um, that song that starts off like that? It's like... That one. Oh my god. Down with the sickness. Is that it? I don't know. Disturbed. I was yeah, like, disturbed. You don't mean down with the sickness. What? <laughs> That this was, guy. That was a pretty good attempt as well, I'll give you that. That was a good attempt at that, but it was in no way similar to War Sounds. Yeah, Have you ever watched the video of um, loads of people failing to do the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I'd love to do that. I'm not doing it because I'll embarrass myself. Give it a go. Are we go all on. doing it? Absolutely. I'll do it if we all I've go around the circle and do it. With my phlegmy attempt. All right. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan, start us off properly, Dan. No, I've just... I've, us three will all do it at the same time. I can't time. get that amount at of phlegm same in my mouth Let's again. all four do it at the same time. Well, he's already done four. it, right? Us three are going to do it at the same time, okay? One, two, three. <laughs> I gave you the you eyes because you were supposed to yeah, bitch out so that he didn't... I would, no, I was... This is my final episode. I'm going balls to the wall. I'm ready to do this. Okay, well, you both... I'm committing. You both were shit. You got to do it on your own now. Yeah. Right, what album are we doing this week? Well, that's an excellent question. Uh, Taylor, what album are we doing this week? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Why is that, Taylor? Well, because I'd never listened to this album until about an hour ago. Yeah. Over to Daniel with the sports. The What's Not the name of it? Not my fault. Yeah, Not no, to be fault. fair, you only had I it. mean, like, you had time. I was yeah. busy. Playing, playing Rocket League. Oh. No, I was I was pulling off a heist in a casino, would you believe? On GTA. On GTA. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like how you felt like you still had to clarify that. <laughs> Gonna be in the fucking... Hope the police aren't listening to this. <laughs> so we are doing Childish Gambino's album, Camp. Yes, we are. 
And all three of you guys did not enjoy it. Mm. You're giving it away now. Well, it's going to be great. Because this means for the entire what episode, I don't have to say much. You guys can just rip it. Anthony Kiedis. Like a, like a frog. <laughs> like a Beyblading frog. Rip it. Oh, oh damn. Christ. Right, what's the first fucking <laughs> song? Uh, is it Outside? Is that the name of it? Outside is track one. It's track one. Here you go. Dad lost his job. Mama worked at Mrs. Winters. Gun pulled in her face. She still made dinner. Donald watched the meter so they don't turn the lights off. Working two jobs so I can get into the So yeah, after 12 school, operations, we finally it got it removed. It's a <laughs> 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 Fucking hell! I was gonna make that joke. And I was like, "Oh, he's gonna have to edit that." <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Class. So. It's not like he's gonna listen. <laughs> Wait, I'm moving up north. I don't give a shit. Are you committed to this now? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't seem like there's much going on down here. So he's just like saying, like, like threatening it, so that we all like. Buy him nice shit to persuade him to stay in. So you buy me nice shit. Yeah, I'm buying him anything. So you can fuck off. <laughs> all the nice shit that I've bought you so far. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's got to be something that I've bought you at some stage. Um, what What did you get me for my birthday last year? Uh, question, real questions. Oh, Foles. I got you a, a couple of vinyls, I think. I think one might have been Cass. Uh, you did, yeah. It was not Cassius. Well, that sounds Cass, like a bit yeah. of a cop out, to be honest. It was. I bought Fall's uh, first album. That's Fall's first album and Cornerstone EP, which is a fucking class EP. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I'm a bit of a legend. They were good, to be fair. Can we review Antidotes? I want to do it so bad. Yeah, at some point. Because, like, this is going to be probably a brutal podcast to record because like three of us don't like this album. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Thrice one also wasn't the best, <laughs> but Antidotes will just be all good vibes. Yeah, especially if Marek's leaving. Yeah, there is that, yeah. <laughs> is Antidotes a Falls album? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Falls fan, am I, so... <laughs> Wait, no, because I, uh, I do like the one that's like, Oh, come on. That's, that's on that... Oh, uh, wait, no, 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 it's not. It's, is it not? That's, um, that's Hammer. That's before the first oh, album. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, it's it's similar sort of yeah, vibe yeah. as well. First album's like that. Vibe. So I like vibe. that song, but that's it. Vibe? We vibe checking? Vibe. That is what I would call a vibe. Check the vibe. Uh, right. Should we say something about <laughs> Yeah, track one outside. <laughs> track two, eh? <laughs> Firefly. No, to be fair, I'm happy to speak about this song because uh, this is where the album peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. Um, no, I, I do think it's a really like well put together track, to be fair. Um. I apologise <laughs> we turn our phones off he says as he turns his phone to silent <laughs> uh, yeah the choir sounds really cool um, I could do with it being a little bigger I think he could have a few more voices in there um, there's a really nice bass sound if you like sort of listen past all of the other stuff that's going on uh, and yeah I, I'm not huge on his vocal performance mm-hmm. but that's just sort of that's something that's throughout the album it's not specific yeah. to this track mm. yeah I find that um, I struggle to get into his vocal style mm. 
and I, I, I can't even really tell you why, but I just don't really like his voice that all yeah. that much. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's dead like it's dead nasally, which is fine. Um, like there's a lot of artists I like that have that sort of tone to them. Mm-hmm. But there is something about his voice in particular that, so but it's not as bad on like future albums. It seems right. particularly like nasally on this one. Uh, I think I can guess why that is though, because I know I'll tell you a little bit of backstory about my man Childish the Gambino. I'm bored. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> he uh, he did two EPs and a mixtape before this album, and when he did the EPs, he was still in uni. And he didn't want his friends finding out that he was doing rap because he'd be embarrassed about it. So he put on a super nasally voice. If you ever listen to his first two EPs, I don't like it at all. It sounds awful. Mm. Um, but I think because he did that, maybe he kind of learned how to perform the wrong yeah. way. And yeah. it took then the following albums then to sort of unlearn it. So is this the first one after those EPs? Yeah. Yeah. So. You can tell that he's like very much still um, at the beginning of developing his style. Yeah, uh, I feel that he gets much more interesting and experimental, and just like more musically minded in in future releases. Well, we are talking from a point of like you all, you really like Awaken My Love, don't you? Yeah, an album, yeah, that's yeah, a great album. But yeah, it's it's quite the contrast from this to that mm-hmm. I don't know how much you two have listened to um, I, Childish Gambino stuff I've listened to this album now <laughs> <laughs> I've only hour. heard like the like This Is America and like 3005 and Redbone, Redbone yeah so, to be fair I've heard those three as well yeah like just like the really fucking popular ones we'll have salon in the car at points so you might have heard some of the stuff yeah possibly possibly some of the other stuff off Awaken My Love I, the thing with this one I like it It feels like much more like mapped out as a song mm. <clears throat> I think there's a few on this album where it just kind of it feels like like early stuff like you say, early on, he is early on in his development, but there's mm. some stuff that doesn't maybe quite sound as fully conceived as it should be to a be on an album. It sounds like ideas, doesn't it? Yeah, a lot of it sounds like EP stuff. Yeah, I think you know if he was just like kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. I think there's a few tracks on here that you know would would be would come about through that process. Um, but this one. I do like uh, that choir bit is really nice it's really uplifting um and it's kind of a contrast between how like it sounds a bit dystopian in the uh, verses but then that chorus like is like I say is really uplifting and the, the subject matter I think is quite you know like commendable to be talking about that kind of stuff like yeah. it's I think from what I can remember it's a lot of his kind of struggle of growing up as a you know a black teenager but not in i think not in the in the ghetto like his family move out of the ghetto so he kind of feels like he's not accepted by the black people that he grew up with when he was in the ghetto but he's also not accepted by whoever he's with in his new surroundings um that's like an interesting part of the song Mm -hmm. um but he, he does he talks about similar stuff as the album goes on yeah and it just seems to like that because he brings it up so much Mm -hmm. 
not necessarily like that specific like moving out mm-hmm. of the ghetto and that, but more um, just not being completely accepted by the black community or the yeah. black community. Yeah. Um, but it just every time he brings it up mm-hmm. throughout the album, it just lessens the impact of it more and more to yeah. me. Which I think is why it works so much for this song is because I haven't had all that for him yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Any thoughts, Mark? Hit us with it. I'm going to be pretty minimal, to be honest, because I love this album. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not my favourite Childish Gambino album. I prefer because of the internet. But I chose this one just because I thought, like, he's rapping with a bit more. The other one is a bit more, like, um, concept-y, I think. So this one's a bit more of, like, an album album. Um, But, yeah, I I don't really have that much to say overall, only because I'm just going to gush over it. And mm. I'd rather have you guys rip it to pieces. <laughs> well, That'll you still want to hear like a counterpoint to... There is no counterpoint outside of Childish Gambino is the single most talented man to ever walk this earth. Uh, I'm not biased <laughs> at all, and I wish I could be his friend. That's my counterpoint for every song. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> I <laughs> love this it, man. Look at me absolutely just back to the wall, defend your album against three complete <laughs> fucking assholes. Can I be your friend? <laughs> yep. That, that's my that's my plan. I see what you're going for and I respect it. Donald Glover is like a really interesting guy mm. in how talented he is at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was shit in solo. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that as a joke. I was going to cut across you and be like, shit as Lando. And I was like, that's probably where Dan's point is leading. So I'll just let him say it. Is it just me at this table who enjoyed solo? Um, Not seen it. So I enjoyed seen. bits of solo. <sighs> but I think as a whole, it's a really... I think it's probably the most... Uh, no, it's one of the more boring Star Wars films. I get that. Right next to Attack of the Clones. That's... Which is your favourite Star Wars It's film. not oh. my favourite Star Wars film. We've had this conversation. <laughs> it's not that it's my favourite Star Wars film, it's that it's my favourite Star Wars era. My favourite piece of Star Wars media would be uh, The Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Because it's in that era and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a favourite Star Wars film only because they're all just yeah cool fair enough but we're not talking about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker <laughs> yes we are shit. we're talking about oh. Skyrim wait who's who shit Rise of Skywalker Rise of, is that oh, have you been and seen it again because you said you hadn't made your mind up uh, I haven't been seeing it again but I've been talking to a lot of people about it and I think I've made my mind up I haven't seen it yet oh, I still haven't seen so it so no spoilers oh. okay. but have you seen Jojo Rabbit yes oh, it's so good it's such a good film I haven't seen that yet. And it wasn't my fault. The Gentleman last night. Any good? Pretty good. It's the best Guy Ritchie film since oh. um, Snatch. Fair. Mm. But that's really not like saying Snatch. a lot. Because since Snatch, he released <laughs> two Sherlock Holmes films, which were all right. Um, <laughs> They're the ones with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Man from Uncle, which was a not, little not for bit me. less than all right. <laughs> um, King Arthur which was like two years ago. That was one with like the slow-mo. Yeah. Yeah. Which was pretty bad. <laughs> and then uh, last year's Aladdin. He oh dear. fucking Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> the man who did Snatch later on <laughs> to do Aladdin. Not quite Aladdin. And so that's a hell of a career curve <laughs> to go Aladdin. through, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, interesting. Well, on that then, track two, boys. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 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 And if you're feeling how I'm feeling how the world should be Perfectly, I'm fire like a third degree And suddenly, shouted we got so high Fire, fly It's hard to make 
two, five, four. So, Jim, your love life's going to pop. What songs are? Love life's going. I don't know. Um, yeah, Firefly. Um, I think I was thinking of fucking the Friends theme tune. Fucking love the life's the away. Um, so yeah, Firefly. Uh, I think this song is a good hook as well. I think that's the theme earlier on in the album. I think the later it goes, it kind of strays away from that. Yeah. It does come back around at the end on a couple of tracks to having good hooks. But um, yeah, I think it's it's nice. The instrumentals are a little bit samey. Mm-hmm. Could do with it changing up a bit. But like, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a, a, an authority on rap music at all. But I would say the rap music that I have listened to, I've been treated to really nice instrumentals on basically everything. Because yeah. it's a lot of Kendrick Lamar, a lot of Watsky's albums, aside from the most recent one, um, and stuff like that, where it's like the music is as big of a part of it. Where yeah, I, yeah. I get that sometimes you know a rapper will just put a beat down, loop it for about fucking three minutes, and then just rap. Uh, so. You know, I don't really have a problem with this one. I think this is where some of the, uh, what I would probably call casual misogyny <laughs> starts coming out, yeah. uh, which doesn't really sit well with me. I think there's there's a few things where he's just like being cocky and there's nothing like groundbreaking to that and there's nothing really wrong with that. But there's a few sentences and it's, it's throughout the album. Um where like I'm just like wincing, and I don't know whether it's just it's the album's a product of its time. <coughs> this stuff is way more acceptable to say. Yeah, it was like 2011 or something. Yeah, yeah, way more acceptable to say. You know, last decade. Um, but that felt weird. Yeah, <laughs> I I wasn't sure about saying it, but I just it was, I was speaking facts, <laughs> spitting <laughs> facts as they say. Um, facts. facts. I'm here to talk about facts. Machines. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> fuck. Wish we could have left that joke in last decade. Um, yeah. God damn. That's about all I've got Wish to say. could have left this podcast in last decade. I'm joking. You are. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not. We're still in 2020. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this guy. Um, yeah, I, I found the chorus pretty cringy on this one. Um, I don't know. It's just something about... I think it's the okays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Are you uh, sure you're not like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've literally got two points for this album, uh, for this. <laughs> for whole the entire album. album. Uh, well, yeah, this can be <laughs> my two points for the entire album as well. Mm. Uh, sounds pretty cringy. Uh, and he sounds like a knob. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He is, yeah. Is I don't know, like I don't like using the word cringe, mm-hmm. um, but that really sums up a lot of this song in particular, mm. and a lot of the rest of the album for me. Mm-hmm. There are just like lines that come in, and I am, like you said, it's just like it does make me wince a bit because mm-hmm. it's just so. It, it is dated like I know yeah. it's dated I know it's a product of his time mm-hmm. but that you know there's there's other shit from 2011 that doesn't do that to me yeah that's true I think it's I think the only thing why I'm not massively you know like doesn't massively turn me against the artist is like you know that 
looking at any of his later stuff, he obviously stopped. Yeah. You know, yeah. talking like that as opposed to someone like, um, I don't know, like an inferior rapper like Eminem or something who still talks like a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, on this podcast, we are firmly Eminem is shit. And I'm not accepting yeah, any of it. Well, has been shit since like 2002. Marek's looking at me like he wants to kill me. I'm not even looking at like you. bit like how Eminem look looks at, at people. He's a fucking <laughs> psycho. You don't like Eminem. Uh, I am like leaving Eminem. the podcast. Touché. Yeah. <laughs> I am the captain now. No, I, I also don't that. mind Eminem. Uh, ah, fuck. Yeah, but what was the last Eminem song that you liked? Like, there were, you know what? There were honestly some good songs on that. Kamikaze was good. Revival wasn't. Revival was bollocks. But Kamikaze was a good album. Also, I really liked his diss tracks to MGK. To be fair. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but why is he? Also, I know that Dan loves Venom. MGK, MGK, Venom, is <laughs> gotta go get him. <laughs> <laughs> Banger boys. But Venom Blackens. is a terrible song. Yes, but I still enjoy it. Babkins, Bananakins. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think Donald Glover. No, actually, Donald Glover would not beat Eminem in whatever the a rap battle uh, because Eminem would stab him. Uh, okay. <laughs> like actually, so like, oh, like, knife? yeah, 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 like that. Detroit I'm is worried that he's going to stab me. I wouldn't fancy because I said this. I'd kick the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. I was watching a music video for a band the other day, and the song was it was like talk shit get banged or something, right? And the music video was literally people just shit talking this this rapper. So, like, the one dude, he's on his phone, and he's, like, tweeting about how crap it is. So the rapper just comes out of his phone and throttles him. <laughs> That's what I fear Eminem will do to this That's podcast. That's Eminem's wet dream. <laughs> like, he's just so he's so desperate to throttle someone because they said something mean about him on Twitter. I'm just going to come out of your phone screen. Him. Yeah. Sounds like Ricky Gervais. Bananakins. Bablanakins, Bablanakins, Bablanakins. <laughs> yeah. Portion you know, of the no, the um, Ricky Gervais, like, searches for his name on Twitter oh. just to... Just to reply to people, just to like, like sick. haven't tagged him. Yeah, it's just to like so sick his like fifteen million followers <laughs> on some yeah. random guy from Idaho who just <laughs> happened to disagree with him on. I don't know. Something. I would absolutely do that if I had the following. Be like, get that's him, boys. Not, that's not good. That's <laughs> a bad thing to say. <laughs> no, but if I did have people tweet about me without tagging me, I would want to know what they're saying. So I would search my name and read it and be like, hmm, they're saying mean things. And then I crack open a bottle of wine. Yeah, but if you're big like that, you just got to accept that people are going to say shit. Are you calling mm. Ricky Gervais fat? Yeah, but like also, <laughs> like, quite a large following. Which I don't get. He's not that funny. He's shit. Come at me, Ricky Gervais. Come at me. He wrote some really good sitcoms about 20 years ago, and now he's just still coasting off that. Yeah. He's mad, to be fair. Um, Firefly, Taylor, what do you think about it? (laughs) Could not believe my eyes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) To be fair, we said someone was going to make a joke, so, you know, you knocked it out of the park. Um... Yeah, the OK is kind of yeah, it, it's a bit cringy. Mm-hmm. I I really like the uh, the female vocals, which mm-hmm. is apparently yeah, Janet Leon, who is uncredited. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that sucks. According to Wikipedia, anyway. Huh. But I think she adds something nice to the song. Yeah, it's pretty much it, to be honest. I'm not. Yeah, I find that a lot of my favorite parts of this album. Are uh, parts that don't involve his oh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> I feel bad saying. But like, 
Yeah, like in the first song, like I really appreciated the the choir kind of gospel-y mm. vocals, and mm. in this one, I appreciated the uh, the feature, mm-hmm. the uncredited feature. That yeah. sucks. You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? I'm not making a penny. Not making a penny. Well, like she must have decided to be uncredited. You can't just not credit someone without. Was it um? Uh. Was it Meatloaf who didn't credit? Um, I remember seeing on X Factor. I think I think it was X Factor where Britain's Got Talent, and um, you know the the female vocal in "I Would Do Anything for Love." Yeah, she's not credited, and she's she not made a single penny off that song. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but um, yeah, because she looks like the kind of guy to do that shit. To be fair, yeah, he's, he was in the news shady, recently, man. wasn't he? he doesn't shady. believe in he doesn't believe in climate change. <laughs> he's such a prick. <laughs> Didn't he slag off Greta Thunberg? Yeah, that's yeah. a well, sign that of same. Yeah. Right. that's a sign of a, a guy who isn't shit when they're like plus fifty and try and bully <laughs> a seventeen-year-old <laughs> autistic girl who knows more than them on whatever subject is anyway. It always dumbfounds me and kind of pisses me off though how Meatloaf finds his way into every conversation <laughs> all the time. He's six like degrees away one. from Meatloaf. Like this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck He's never too far away. <laughs> I I didn't realize he was in Fight Club until like a year ago. Oh shit! Yeah, he's in Fight Club. I forgot about that. He's also in a a much superior film, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> that film's so bad. What's the thing? It's like, uh, why were you ever born? Oh yeah, that His is brothers him, isn't ten it? times I'm better than you. Jesus loves him more. Yeah, it's good. That, Talking about shit that hasn't aged well. Uh-huh. Jack Black. Fu- oh, Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> no, he looks alright for his age. Carl Gas, however. <laughs> Carl Gas looks exactly the same as he did when they re- when they filmed it. What are you talking about? I guess. He's, yeah. He's always looked sixty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair. The front man and bowling the soup. Oh Christ! Yeah, Jarrett Reddick or Reddick or Reddick. Like he's aged like milk that's been left out in the sun, dude. <laughs> The guy has feelings. <laughs> I don't know if he does anymore. <laughs> the, just they're all they've been replaced. <laughs> oh, it's such a horrible thing to say. But this is why I'm leaving I mean, the podcast. Actually, I've had enough of the cyberbullying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Fair um, how about got... that Bieber cant? Am I right, boys? Big chin. That's it's, topical. It's still. It is, is quite it? topical, to be fair. Are we just about still catching the edge of yummy being, co- uh, being topical? Well, no, more so. Catching the uh, the tail end of Yummy's promotion cycle, where his whole promo was. Oh, did you oh see yeah, that? his chung and yeah. chin. <laughs> no, no, no. The chung and chin in the music video was fucking yeah incredible. But his his promotion thing for it was like, make a playlist, but don't mute it. Let it play while you sleep. Yeah, he that was like, we want to get and we want to get a Billboard number one album. So make so he put it. He put like a three step. It's like fucking the Great Escape or some shit, like a plan that he'd scribbled on his wall of being like, "This is how we're gonna get a fucking number one album, number one single." He was like, "It's like step one, make a playlist with Yummy in it, loads of times, put it on repeat and play it while you sleep, but really quietly. That way, Justin will get more streams." It was like buy, uh, it was like buy it on iTunes. The more times you buy it, the higher up it goes. Tell your friends to buy it. Oh all this kind God. of shit. I was like. Whoa. It was, and also as well, it was like, this is Justin's big comeback. It needs to be number one. And yeah. Like, what? 
Jeez. Creepy. He yeah, put that really on his like, personal Instagram. If like some one of them fucking clapped fan pages had put it up, I'd have been like, well, yeah, they're fucking insane. So obviously they were. Yeah. I honestly thought it was fake when I saw it. Yeah. So. Do you remember that story about that girl who like she put her hamster in the microwave because she didn't get Bieber tickets or something? Do you remember that? God. Just me. I don't I remember, remember the that. cut for Bieber I don't doubt trend. it. Yeah, oh, for, yeah. yeah. That was I remember horrible. the cut for Bieber trend. Oh, that's. Because yeah. they thought he was smoking, smoking weed. Marijuana. Yes. <clears throat> That's fucking I like as bad as that is for the girls who are self harming, that's awful for him as well. Yeah. Like he's literally just trying a recreational drug and then about I don't know, probably millions of teenage girls are cutting themselves because yeah. of it. Uh, to try and send him a I message. I don't know if it was real Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you ever done DMT and wrestled a chimpanzee <laughs> on top of a mountain? <laughs> hey Jamie, pull that up for me real quick. <laughs> a video of me wrestling a chimpanzee. <laughs> Oh, let's not call out probably the king of podcasting. <laughs> hey, I love his podcast. He had Robert Downey Jr. on the other day. That was. That was did class. you see the clip of him talking about blackface in Traffic Thunder? Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. What podcast? <laughs> Joe Rogan. I know the name. I know the name. Yeah, he's he's got a podcast. He was on. He, it's pro- it must be like. I think it's the, the most, biggest. Yeah, I think the it's biggest the biggest podcast, podcast yeah. going. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, really Robert Downey Jr. was on it. He was talking about Tropic Thunder when yes. he did blackface, which is fantastic. <laughs> it's I don't, so I don't condone blackface. I'll I think they just about got away with it because yeah. it's like it's like he's like I think what he said was like they were making fun of people who think it's okay to do that for a film. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's not making he's taking the piss out of like actors who'll see how far mm-hmm. they can go for their for their craft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said like he was like yeah it like when he read the pitch and accepted it he was like yeah you know I'll, I'll just do Iron Man and I'll go into Tropic Thunder and then he was like thinking after just like I don't think this is a good idea <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny it's so I, I want to listen to the whole thing yeah. we should put it on on the drive back up yeah fuck it we will um, anyway yeah, Firefly any thoughts Mark before we move on it contains the lyric use a fake fuck like a fleshlight yeah, ha. that's one of the lyrics. It's not that it's... Um, that's not a particularly outdated lyric, but mm-hmm. it's just a bad lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, it's funny, though. I, I, yeah, it is a funny line, but it makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah, I think I had a few of those. Like, It's kind of like punchline lyrics, where yeah. it's like Lil Wayne-type stuff. Yeah. Um, and Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because... Like I say, the only rap that I've really listened to tends to be stuff that's got some sort of like a message behind it, yeah. further than just like him being lot, himself up. A, a lot of my issue with his lyrics as well is um, he uses like a a lot, mm. like uh, like a like a uh, no, like it is like like a <laughs> <laughs> all the time. He he says. Uh, use a fucking prick like a some shit. You know? Maybe like he just like really, a cactus. really like similes. Yeah, I think he does. I think I think you're right. <laughs> it, it's like every other line. Yeah. Anyway, could not on? clock how many times you said like in your build up to explaining how many times I he know. says like. I hate it. But, yeah, you know, that's how it how it goes. Like, like. you're 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 a big great uh, African like. land mammal, like a hypocrite. Next song. <laughs> this song's called Bonfire. Vodka for my ladies, whiskey for a grown man. 
Super Earl like Toe Jam I made the beat retarded so I'm calling it a slow jam Butcher and I know it man, kill beef, go ham This is one of the better tracks on this flow's really good and he's got a load of really clever lyrics in it mm-hmm. but like just when I'm starting to get into it every time he chucks in a line that just takes me right the fuck out of it yeah um, I think it's worth maybe just very quickly going through, going through a few that aren't very good and then yeah. maybe going through ones that we do like yeah if you want to start with the one that you earmarked uh, which one did I earmark oh um Grr. <laughs> I'm a beast bitch girl. Invader Zim. <laughs> Is Invader Zim the the cartoon? Right. Okay. Is that's that a- that's another thing with him. Is he just drops references for no reason? <laughs> it's kind of like mm-hmm. um, I find that it happens quite a lot in rap music. Um, a very good example of this like kind of thing is. Um, uh, the hardest ever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I find that, like, a lot of what is done on this album is... Um, Can you recite your reference from The Hardest Ever? Can you tell me what, what, what particular <laughs> bit you're you're leaning towards there? It's not the one that you're thinking of. Oh. <laughs> but um, I, I find that a lot in rap music... I, I see it a lot in, um, like, a lot of grime as well, where um, they kind of say a sentence and then it kind of has some sort of... Like it's hard to explain, but like he'll say like, um, like like in that one where he was um, oh, I've forgotten what the fucking Are you line was. Say the statue they, line from yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. It's like they'll oh, yeah, yeah. they'll they'll say a sentence and then they have like a word that relates just to it, it's... relates to it, but doesn't also yeah mean anything. But mm-hmm. like, I disagree there though because that line does. Gur is a character from Invader Zim. So that fits. Well, that might be different, then, but like, yeah, I guess this is a common thing well, throughout the this album. Is be defending what, this. What does Gur and Invader Zim have to do with this sentence? Yeah, then? that's well, yeah. it's it's the way it's so it's I'm a beast, Gur, like like a bear, like Gur, and then also Gur, the character from Invader Zim. Right. Okay. So he's so. like connect, t- like tying them together with yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a bit more sense than if he was just going Gur as in the noise that an animal yeah, makes, yeah. which is what I did originally. <laughs> and they're following think. it up with a random child's cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no fair. Rower, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, there's a line. I'm not gonna repeat it, um, but he uses the R word, and that's dated quite badly. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. the one you can fucking kiss my ass, human centipede. That's sh- that's yeah, that's the great sort of, line. Uh, that's, yeah, not. but that's the kind of line I mean. Like, I, 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 I'm not like mm. saying I don't like it because it's like. I if we were doing like a like Stormzy's album, I'd probably be complimenting the the lyrics when he does that because he does it all the time as well. Like mm. It's just it's, it's just something I've really just kind of picked up. He does a lot in this album. Mm-hmm. I think this song is one where like, like he kind of sees that as maybe a format for his lyrics, and he you know or like that he can he can go with as like yeah. a theme to the song. Um, the one that's like I'm screaming, what the fuck is up? Like I ain't seen the sky. I don't really, I don't really like that one. It just either. seems sometimes like he's it. trying to be clever. Yeah, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong sometimes with just saying a sentence. Sometimes <laughs> they are clever. Yeah, but when you're trying it with every line, you're gonna 
fall short on some. Okay, yeah. but the line, so this rapper's child's play, I do my name like Princess Di. We're making of that one, because I think that's one of the best lines in the whole song. So is that, I do my name like Princess Di, because Princess Di died? Because it's rapper's child's play, childish, mm-hmm. Charles Gambino. Mm-hmm. So I do my name like Princess Di, because Diana died in a car crash. Oh boy. Cold, yeah, but that's really, good, really good line. That is a good lyric. Uh, but it's annoying that he mentions Princess Di and doesn't mention the fact that she was killed by the Queen. Yeah. You know? You should just stop it like half <laughs> Can't wait for Harry to be offed on his way over to Canada. <laughs> God. Yeah, but he's been. Probably wouldn't he's go been on record army, saying you, you can't know. wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, sarcasm. Now, to Don't. be fair, like, if I want one royal to survive, it's Harry. Yeah. yeah, he seems sound. Actually, to be fair, William's a Villa fan, so... Yeah, but he's a bald prick, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but he's a Villa fan. Apparently he cheated on Kate Middleton. What, what do you think of that? To be fair, who would Shock do that? Shock horror. Fucking Charles is doing the same. Oof, oh it's my the God, fucking royal family, man. They're noncing everyone. Yeah, but how could, you, <laughs> how could you cheat on Kate Middleton? I think she's... When you look like... Because he's William. got fucking money for days. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I understand how he can do it. As long as he's he cheating... It? With a woman and not a fucking child. They're gonna say right. with a man. Then. <laughs> you kind of applaud him as long as he's not following, yeah, Prince Andrew's footsteps. I feel like we're. Is all one. this going out? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. What's gonna happen? I'm the queen getting knocked off. I feel like we are one royal family joke away from Dan having a car crash tomorrow on his <laughs> way up to North Wales. <laughs> I'd say sound, but like Jim will be in the car, so I feel a bit bad. Like two birds, one stone. We're all we're all happy here. Yeah, <laughs> two birds, one careening taxi. It's fine. <laughs> we get a taxi all the way up to North Wales. <laughs> Shit, that's a lot of money. Um, uh, if you're listening, Lizzie, I would like to be knighted. Uh, thank you. Oh, mate, I would. You know, what? I would love to get knighted so I could grab the sword off her and just go on a rampage round. <laughs> Stab it through her cold, lifeless heart. <laughs> you Tory bitch. <laughs> That's what I'd say as well. <laughs> is it is it is it gonna jump Charles now? Because they're on about that, aren't they? Who would it go to, William? William, yeah. I'd much prefer William get it than Charles because he's a fucking weirdo. End of the day, Charles too old to like yeah become king. Ascend. End of the day, I don't really day. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you would be to be fair, but at the same time, he's not really got much to complain about. Oh no, none of I'm them. sure his life's been quite cushy without having yeah. to be king. Oh man, we just fucking bin a lot of them off. Yeah, get rid of them. Anyway, this uh, episode of the little slice, <laughs> little slice politics. Yeah, well, you know, Harry's been to Afghanistan. He's on two tours of Afghanistan. I saw a tweet that someone was like, "Oh yeah, put respect on on Harry Harry's name. He's done two tours of Afghanistan." I was like, "How much do you think he did?" If you that? think for a second <laughs> they let him do anything more than make the cups of tea, yeah. you are fucking delusional. There's that clip of him running to a helicopter when like the alarm goes off halfway through an interview. And I'm pretty sure he probably just sat in the helicopter and then waited for him to come back. I say that like I'm brave enough to go to Afghanistan. But I guess, yeah. Do on the next song. Track four, all the shine. Yeah. I got passion.
Nonce. It's not like fucking Herbert from <laughs> from Scavengers. Herbert, Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Your kids want some popsicles. <laughs> I wish I could do the the whistle thing that yeah. he does whenever he says it. I accidentally uh. do that a lot, and I feel like creep when I do it just because of that character. <laughs> You're like, <"Ugh." laughs> um, this song's all right. Uh, yeah, I don't um, like his singing in the no. chorus because I know he can sing lots better than yeah. that. It seems really again just like a lot of the the, the delivery of virtually everything he says just seems really whiny to me. Yeah, I just like you know his life seems a lot better at least to me than he's making it seem. You know he's very talented, very good looking, got loads of money. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't feel sorry for him one bit. (laughs) (laughs) How dare he have any feelings other than just complete smug satisfaction. I I like this song somewhat, Mm -hmm. but he does do a thing which gets to me a little bit, um, which is he he does what is is called hanging a lantern, Mm. uh, which basically means that he talks about the stuff that people criticise him for Mm -hmm. um, as if that dismisses those criticisms right like he doesn't really argue against them he just says this is what people say about me Uh Um, and it's it's fine like it can be a a decent way to sort of um, discuss it discuss it yeah but I, I I feel like a lot of people use that technique um, to dismiss criticism rather mm. than to to actually discuss the criticism. It's quite common in rap, I think. Yeah. Also, it makes it more difficult tactic to use, I imagine, when it's completely accurate. Because yeah. <laughs> the line where he talks about... <laughs> it's, ra- it's like, I, rap, I talk about my dick and what girls is fly or something like that. Yeah. And then the rest of the album is yeah. him talking about <laughs> his dick and what girls are fly. So that's, you know, that's fair. But yeah. um, okay, well that's interesting. I'm gonna start using that phrase in situations where it doesn't apply. <laughs> like if my boss is telling me off for being late, I'm like, yeah, but I wrap out hang- my dick. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> I want to stop hanging a lantern there, boss. <laughs> She'd be like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you know, the lantern. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, yeah. So that sort of annoys me a little bit about it but aside from that I think it's a, a good enough song mm-hmm. um, I do I do think the first half of this album is much more interesting than the second half and, and yeah. this, I, th- I think after this it starts to sort of slip a bit slip yeah but you know this is still a, a, a pretty decent track the, the instrumental on this is good yeah I think I think I do think he, I, I can't remember what song it was or if this is even accurate because it's something that I think I picked up when we were listening to it on the way the first time we had a proper listen through on the way down mm-hmm. from a gig I think um, I feel like he alludes to his music like representing something for people who don't feel like they're getting anything out of rap right. I think I might be completely off I don't remember what song it was but just that he, he kind of seemed like he was proposing that he 
offers something like completely different. And I think this track is kind of a symbol of that because like the the instrumentals like it's got like violins Mm -hmm. and like a harp I think like it's got you know kind of stuff that you maybe wouldn't expect to to hear in mainstream rap so you know maybe if that's the kind of thing that he was referring to then you know you gotta give him credit for that much but um yeah it's good instrumental I think that I don't know much of the lyrics none of them really stood out to me too much um but yeah, it's it's definitely not. I'd say it's one of the better songs on the album, personally. Yeah. I haven't really got anything to add. I'm not gonna lie. They <laughs> said I haven't really got anything to add. Yeah. <laughs> Go well to your son. room, son. Well, son, that's okay. I've got nothing left. <laughs> well, then Mark hit us with some knowledge. I didn't realise there was someone called Mark on this podcast. Mara. Mackie Mac. <laughs> there it is, Mackie Mac. Yo, yo, Mackie Mac on the podcast. Hey, have you been beating off old blind people? <laughs> How did you know? Mark Wahlberg used to beat off old blind people. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He used to be in a gang and he beat up an old blind Mark person. Wahlberg? Yeah. What? Yeah, because he's from Boston. But even worse, he closed Newport Road for a few days. He did. He did, That's to be fair. Prick. That was a fucking dick move. Even worse, he was in Pain and Gain featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> for the record, Eddie, you've mentioned the name of the road closure as well. I think that's easier for the royal family to find us. They oh, can, shit. They can pinpoint on it. <laughs> I also did say Fuck. that they're going to North Wales. So, like, I mean, there's only throwing like, them off the scent. There's, there's, only, there's only like two North roads Wales. that go that way. So, like, the whole of Mid Wales is like. Just gonna be filled some with sort of like... jungle or something. Like, yeah. I've never been firing range. I'm, I'm almost certain the mid Wales doesn't exist. It's there a Tory jungle as well. Only two roads that go through Wales. There you to are then. Up to North Wales. So yeah. there you That's are. That's all we need knowledge. to defend our country from <laughs> the goddamn English. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to get picked on the cool team, but alone is exactly how I should be. That's email. That's I can't relate to that. I was always picked on the uh, cool team. I was team always in picked PA. on. <laughs> yeah, that came later in life. It came when I moved to Cardiff. Yeah, I fucking hate it here. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> joking. If you listen back through like every episode so far, the entire way through, uh, Jim's actually like tapping out some Morse code. It just says SOS. <laughs> it's like, Mom, <laughs> come pick me up. <laughs> They've broken my legs. Do you know what? Should I say that? There's um, this is super dark, but trivia. There's a World War Two recording of a, I think it was a USW prisoner. Uh, USW. USW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's you. To be fair, I, USA. POW. I spent three years <laughs> being a USW prisoner. <laughs> USA POW for yeah. me. Um, yeah, uh, uh, over in Japan, and he was being forced to say like. It's fine. They're treating us well over here. They're looking after us. But the whole time he was blinking in Morse code, "Help! They've taken my legs" or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. So there you go. War is hell, guys. Anyway, good old uh, War Three. Good old USWPOW. Well, the good news is you won't even have time to get over to wherever it's being fought because we'll all get nuked after about five minutes. Hell yeah! That's I'm looking forward to meeting my second head. To be honest. <laughs> Uh, 
Should we move on to the next song? I don't even know which song. Do we, we talk are. about this song? <laughs> <laughs> this is the third song in a row you've said that. Uh, you also Track haven't five, been doing your home. <laughs> haven't been doing your uh, running joke of saying that each song uh, is don't your, tell him, your favorite. Him, it? We are fifty. Two minutes into the podcast, on track four of thirteen. Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just start giving like we'll get to like the end. We we'll do, do part a, one and part two. We'll just do a lightning round. We'll just like everyone gets like three words to say about the middle like eight songs. Tell you what we'll do for yeah. letter home. We'll say one word at a time. Okay. Oh, that's is, gonna this yeah, is track that's five. Gonna letter home. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So we're gonna have a sentence around a word. and we continue each other's sentence to describe the song. Yeah. Alright, fuck it, let's try it. Every other girl is trying to be you. My mama says that I should write you letters. But fucking kick me back. What do you think I was doing it for? They're on business. You're fucking well far away from my phone. <laughs> I didn't even realise we were recording again. Yeah, so you know what I think about this album? <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I feel nothing for this song. Hold honest. on, we're doing it one word oh, at a time. Sorry, I feel <laughs> nothing for my penis, dude. Because it's so shriveled and ugly compared to Marks <laughs> shriveled. <laughs> Ego <laughs> <laughs> and my massive amounts of heroin. I was going with debt, like <laughs> <laughs> so. Let it home. This is a, a one minute forty five <laughs> intermission that happens, and we all let it happen. Yeah, just stood by and, and watched. As it all happened. Ha- oh. Yeah. Happened. Um, happened. It's fine. Yeah. There's not loads to talk about it, with it, yeah, to be fair. It just happens. Should we it? just move straight on? Might as yeah. well. It, c- it carries on that instrumental from the previous track, which we That's thought was. Does it? Yeah, it's like. That's Coronation Street, no? Beautiful. Wow. Um, wow, 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 wow. This. Wow, wow, This one, 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 one. Taylor. Wow, 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 wow. 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 That one's not even casual. That was Star Wars. Is that, no, is that Holby? <laughs> yeah, that was Holby. No, so that's wait. the one I did last time. Do, 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 I, I think that's casual. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, God. 
You think what? Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. <laughs> go, go, Power Ranger. Oh, God. Oh, mate. Mighty um, Muffin Power Rangers. The bit in the Power Rangers film that came out a few years ago oh, yeah. where they actually played that theme and it's them running. I was like, this was definitely not worth an hour and a half of my time, but <laughs> this is great. <laughs> You're like, this like 30 second se- sequence is worth the price of admission. <laughs> They um, they don't get the Power Rangers suits until about fifteen minutes before the end of the film. I would have walked out. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> like, fuck this. A Power Rangers film where, for the most part, they're not the Power Rangers yeah. does not sound like a good time. It was not good until that bit, and then like they run over a fuck. It's like a shit looking hill. It's like <laughs> something that you'd see if you go five minutes outside of Cardiff. Let's go like fucking Triada Bay or something. <laughs> yeah, they're just like running over this hill all in their Power Rangers suits and it's playing the OG fucking Go Go Power Rangers. And I'm like, yeah, to be fair. You okay, stand up and start. <laughs> but what was your like best Power Rangers series? Um, I'm, I've, I'm fully aware that the Power Rangers series I was most into is probably the worst one. Which Hit one? Me. Um, SPD. I fucking I loved, loved SPD. SPD. <laughs> I got into Power Rangers. Um, I think it was during Dino Thunder. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, actually, which one was first? This I is becoming such a fucking <laughs> mess of an episode. <laughs> Man, I got, in primary school, I got bullied so hard for loving Power Rangers. <laughs> In All the way through school, school I got bullied. Everyone so in primary school loves Power Rangers. No one in my primary school loved Power Rangers. Your I loved Power fucked, Rangers, man. So I had to like stop liking Power Rangers. Who? What fucking child does not like Power Rangers? <laughs> All of my friends. That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the imaginary ones don't count, Taylor. Oh, For the record, <laughs> no, I they think liked it. <laughs> Wild, Wild Force was the first one that I saw, so that might have been the first. <laughs> that one was quite a later one, I think. Wild Force? No, it wasn't. That was well early. I'm sure it was. All I know is... Like with Angel Grove. Have, We're going to Google this shit. They I have think. small robots and then they make a bigger robot. Uh, Can we yeah. do a Power Rangers Jim was podcast? too cool for Power Rangers. Oh, here we go. He was too what channel was, Liverpool. What channel was Power Rangers on? I used to watch uh, it on Jetix. It, yeah, it was on a few. Like It, it was yeah. definitely on a Freeview channel. Oh, I was going to use well the excuse of being too poor. Yeah, I had it on Jetix. I was like always watching that. Jetix? It, it was... Um, you don't one. remember Jetix? No. Wow. No, no one remembers Jetix. I remember Jetix, I, I remember yeah. the logo for it, but I don't yeah, remember watching yeah. it. Yeah, no, um, a lot of people don't remember it. I, I, I always like, think I'm imagining that it existed. But, um, Just a quick one, by the way. Wild Force watched. was 2002. SPD, oh, which oh. I picture as being years late, like years and years later. 2005. Really? Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, no. shit. No way. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, I don't know about you fucking nerds, but I grew up on a steady diet of Dennis the Menace and Sorry I've Got No Head. Sorry I've Got No Head, my show. I didn't even grow up on a steady diet. Get off it. <laughs> Did you, that made you, that made you ugly laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched a fuck ton of SPD and I watched the like the original Power Rangers film on repeat. How the like, fuck are we still talking about Power Because this album's boring as fuck. <laughs> okay, but why was like the leader of the SP, like the leader, like not of the team, but like above, was a dog? Yeah. Why was he a dog? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. The Scooby... But... Scooby Dooby Doo one, son. 
So I am um, keeping it on uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> I I Not used truly. to be so obsessed with Power Rangers that my mum and dad used to buy like the Megazords. But oh, like you got the swords. But <laughs> you're a fucking rich prick. <laughs> well, no, this is where it gets worse. So basically, they would. It would be like my one present, and it'd be like uh, a Megazord, uh, and it'd be imported from Japan and stuff. And um, my boss, who I uh, well, he used to be your boss as well, Ty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't know if I should be outing him as a Power Rangers fan <laughs> still. <laughs> <laughs> Not these are saying. Um, you say he, that like the other day. I wasn't watching now. Ben Ten. He has a collection now That's of nice. like all the sort of stuff that I had as a kid. Yeah. And he was telling me about how much they're all worth now. <laughs> and I realised exactly what had happened to all of mine <laughs> is that I left them all out in the garden to rust. <laughs> nice. Some are probably still... Wait, what are they made out of if they were rusting? Were they all plastic like, back no, then? No, no, no. They, these were like metal ones. Like, they were like... I thought all, all the toys back then were no, plastic. All, the ja- all like the Japanese The Japanese ones were like, like metal. Because they, they, they released like... Um, you know, like the blades that they had? That sounds like a great kid's toy. Yeah, like they... All of the ones over here were fully plastic, but mm. they released like actual metal ones <laughs> over there. Yeah, it, but I would be wow. sitting on a fucking fortune if I'd kept them all. I used to have my Space Patrol Delta like badge. I had one of those. So, oh yeah, I had one of them. Yeah, so I could I could be rolling um, in that SPD dollar. That was good times. <laughs> Should we all get? It's all on Netflix now. I think. Yeah, I literally just googled it all. It is all yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> Let's get Little together. slice Power Rangers movie marathon, boys. Absolutely. I will rewatch. The original Power Rangers movie. I want to watch that again with fucking Ivan Ooze. Yeah. You know, um, you know, um, I know, I know we're still on. Mate. Jim is loving this. But no, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember Tommy who kept coming back? Tommy's the best. I remember. In- Did you know that he's also an MMA fighter? Is he really? What? Yeah. Hell, well, he was. I, d- I think he's probably retired. I, Conor McGregor. I, th- I thought Tommy was welcome. <laughs> Conor McGregor's yeah, a he was like, <laughs> In the film, he because there's like the film starts with a, um, a skydiving sequence, right? And they all jump out and they're all in their colours. And then Tommy jumps out and for some reason he's got a snowboard <laughs> <laughs> just attached to his feet. I'm not sure why. <laughs> he he does a skydive with a snowboard and then proceeds to land in the same place as everybody else and doesn't use the snowboard. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to remember. And I thought it was well cool because I was like, oh shit, he's got a snowboard. <laughs> it's probably for like aerodynamics or something. That's why. That's what yeah. I thought. He, you know. Like, cause he was like the original Red Ranger. So. <laughs> it reminded me of that scene um, from like. Cody Banks, where he does a similar sort of thing. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh man, Agent Cody Banks with the, the lad who plays Malcolm in Malcolm in the Middle. Nice. It's like a, a James Bond. Was parody. it a film or a, se- a series? Film. There was you know like what? Two, I might have seen two, it actually. Two films of it, yeah. Why do I have a weird memory of there being a go karting scene? There probably was. I. It was like a. I think it was a. No, it might not have been a Disney film. It was like. Hmm. A very low budget shit film. Uh, the second one, they like put him in London for some reason. Uh, it's weird. They they were really strange, but I used to love them. Hmm. So yeah, heartbreak is a, <laughs> probably one of my favorite songs on this album. I think uh, yeah, it's is the worst. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I really like the chorus. Mm. Yeah, it's a good chorus. The we said the synth. Uh, the, the synth, synth is banging. Mm. It's dead beefy. 
It's one of the only things with like a pr real kind of punch. Like a lot of his instrumentals are kind of a bit airy. Yeah. Um, this one kind of sort of sticks out a bit. Like, like I think we said it sounded a bit like a weekend song. Yeah, um, I can't think of what one. I might be completely making it up. But, I mean, like um, that synth wouldn't sound out of place on like a Justice song or like a Daft Punk song or something. Yeah, like, it's I was got thinking that it sounded kinda, quite Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, and then it just says a lot of really gross shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I'm quite interested to know your opinion, Jim, on mm. um, uh, the whole arc in Power Rangers PD where the Blue Ranger wants <laughs> to become the Red Ranger, but the Red Ranger wouldn't have it. I was, like, fully getting ready to give my opinion on some lyrics. So. Like, do you think the Blue Ranger deserved it or that he was just, like, throwing his toys at the prey? Right, right, right. You know, right, Power Rangers, <laughs> right. Was there ever... Uh, a series where the Blue Ranger was Asian. And I think he, there was. And no, does... because the thing with Power Rangers is the Yellow Ranger was always Asian. Right, okay. Yeah. That's the issue with Power and Rangers. And also usually a girl. The pink was always a girl. The yellow was always an Asian girl. Remember... girl. The black speaks yeah. for itself. The red was always the yellow, leader. Yellow was a girl in, in the, Dino the, Thunder, I think. She was in, in the original series she, in mm. Mighty Morphin. She was a girl. Um, but the actor in the the Japanese version was a man, and because um, basically like they made Power Rangers because it was so cheap to make. I can't believe um, we've got back. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought we got away from it. All I wanted to I say is album. I saw a Power Rangers episode where the an Asian guy has to do karaoke and everyone's laughing at him, and then he overcomes his fear and they and that's like the lesson. And I really empathise with the character. I don't want to fucking talk about what happened, about why a Japanese fellow played a woman. I just think it's <laughs> it's interesting. But you know what's more interesting is every Power Ranger episode, all the fight sequences in the episodes that we've watched, the Japanese, they're they're the Japanese, Japanese ones, ones yes, and yeah. then they just filmed the narratives as a bit like extra cutaways. Well, wow. which is that's why it was so cheap to make. That yeah. is interesting. It is. So heartbeat. Why do you miss when my baby kisses me? <laughs> <laughs> No, I I like this song, but I know Jim that you is it you don't like the lyric. Um, you start calling, you start crying. I come over, I'm inside you. I that, can't find I, you. I like it even less when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, That's so gross. Um, yeah, I just think it's really juvenile. I I I know it's not the case. Um, I'm sure he. I'm sure he's had plenty of. You know, plenty of Power Ranger toys. Plenty of lovely <laughs> times with plenty of you know partners. Yellow Rangers. Um, but good God, he talks about sex in the same way that a twelve-year-old would on Xbox Live when he's saying, <laughs> yes. you know, how many of your family members he's slept with. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's so, it's so like crude, and it's so gratuitous, and just like I don't know. It just kind of makes me. Feel You're like really coming to, across as bitter right now. It makes me like feel like I need to close <laughs> off my like I get like my body language like completely changes <laughs> when I'm listening to this. Yeah, it, it's you know really. I, mean? um, I feel like you have to close yourself up in case he's fucking staring at you, fucking perv. Yeah, talking it, about you, Mark. It does me. feel That's like <laughs> he grew up a bit after this album because hmm. it yeah. really is like I'm really avoiding the world the word childish, but. <laughs> <laughs> It, it does feel really childish, a lot of it. Um, I get the vibe that, like, you know when, like, someone says something, but it's, like, in front of all of his mates, so he's got to make yeah. it sound cool? 
that's kind of the vibe I get from this entire album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like he's performing, like, obviously he's performing, but like he's performing, performing. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's, yeah, yeah it's like he's showing off for someone. Yeah. He feels, he seems like someone with a chip on his shoulder, but not in the way that like, you know, <clears throat> all rappers seem to have a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Just he has a chip on his shoulder in that like, sort of like, almost like perceived disrespect. That he, like that is something yeah. he feels like he has to work against when like I don't like I'm like listening to it and I'm like I I never said you don't have sex with people <laughs> you don't have to fucking have a go at me <laughs> you know what I mean yeah it, yeah it it does feel like he's sort of fighting against I I don't know how much criticism he was getting at the time mm. but it it feels like he's really hung up on it <laughs> yeah he's let seems like he's let it get to him yeah but you know. I think it's I think it's not a bad song. I just think it's kind of. I just think there should be there's maybe more worthwhile things to write music about. Yeah. Ten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Mark. Anything you want to say about any defence you want to bring for this sexist pig? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at Power Rangers. I shit. am, yeah. So, <laughs> March of last year, they announced Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Beast Morphers? Yeah, a secret agency called the Grid Battle what, Force. What was the one that's been on recently with like the stupidly big name? Uh, Power Rangers Ninja Steel, Dino Charge, Super Mega Force, Mega Force, Samurai. Yeah, it's like the Super Mega Ultra Force or some shit like that. Nice. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. That is the thing that's ridiculous about Power Rangers. I sound like such a crotchety old man. It's because I sort of am at this point. Um, Do you want to just go on to the next track then? Yeah, let's chalk this one up. (laughs) Chalk this one up for a loss and move on to the next one. You'll be having a new look. Man, fuck a backpack. Niggas with OCD and WO. All white like my clothes CW shows. But nigga got signed. It's an anomaly. No cosign. It's essentially the same song as All the Shine. In. Lyrically. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, he's, He's just bringing up the same points as if he's saying something new. Yeah. Yeah. This. I do like that kind of chorus line for some reason. That kind of sounds, I don't know, just sounds really different and like it's mm. actually got a bit of presence about it. Um, I don't mind some of the lyrics. I'm trying to think what the lyrics, there was some, I was listening to this while I was in, a, I was in Sainsbury's uh, with a backpack on so I felt like I was really relating to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what it was now, but... So while Jim's trying to find that, um, yeah, we got some well. SPD shit we can talk about. Oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. Absolutely go-go Power Rangers. Yeah, he just kind of... Like, there's a, there's a little bit in there where he's kind of talking about how rap purists don't think he's any good. Yeah. Um... But then it's just kind of sandwiched in between, again, a lot of stuff about women's body parts. Yeah. A lot of stuff about... Uh, it seems to be a lot about Asian women 
That's one thing I noticed. He's got a thing. I think, there. He, I think he has. Um, not there's anything wrong with that. It's just a, a, a you know, a what you call it. Also, he st- steals a line from Mick Jagger. What's he stolen? Well, he says, uh, "Got signed. It's an anomaly. No cosine. Trigonometry." <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know. So I hope that Mick Jagger got his royalties from that. Well, I'm glad that the uh, the the Childish Gambino line's a little bit more mm-hmm. interesting. Got a bit you know, more he's, built around he's, it. He's, you know, cosine, you've got all that sort of shit going on. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm going to go hard like trigonometry. <laughs> hey, did you ever do trigonometry in school? It was not easy, I'm telling you now. I completely... Mick Jagger is, a you know, the voice of our generation, I'd like yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I'm the problem because I talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> Talking about Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> you know I how so I was... badly want to go to sleep. I so, so badly want to go to sleep. It's, hard, it's 25 to fucking 12. We've still got half the album to go. And we're still talking about Power Rangers. But yeah... <laughs> Okay, you know, I was saying the guy who acts as Tommy, you know, the, yeah. the reoccurring one, was an MMA fighter. He was mm. an undefeated MMA fighter. Well, I mean, obviously, he's or, a fucking Power Ranger. <laughs> but he only ever had one professional fight. Nice. But, yeah. Isn't that like how Dan Bull is currently the highest ranked Magic the Gathering player, but he only played one tournament, one, never <laughs> lost, and now he won't do it again? Because it's like, perfect streak, won't do it again. To be fair. It's not a streak, it. though, is it? Undefeated. You know what I mean? Like, it's undefeated. Yeah. That's bullshit. Also, he definitely looks like a porn like... star. What? Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. He looks like such a porn star. I see that. I feel like you should have to have, like, a minimum amount of fights to be able to, like, say that you're undefeated. But he was undefeated in amateur as well, which was four fights. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, let's make it five fights then. Yeah. He's oh, calling you out. My only, my Jason only, Frank. you know, addition to the Power Rangers discourse. Didn't one of the Red Rangers from one series like kill his girlfriend with a katana or something? Oh yeah, there was some bullshit. Nah, there, there was <laughs> there was some shit about that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, the actor like in real life. <laughs> no, the Power Ranger. <laughs> I was I, 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 I don't know if she died. He stabbed her with the katana. Though. Shit. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't like. The main Red Ranger, don't worry. It was like one of the shit ones that came about later on. <laughs> that makes it all okay. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you know, like, you're like, yeah, he was shit because he was a shit Power Ranger, not because he fucking attacked someone with a katana. You can be shit in more ways than one, Jim. I guess, yeah. No, that's true. I'm living proof of that every day. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, boy. Um, so, track eight? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Anything oh wow, song. you said about, about so many songs. What? You, you. <laughs> I kept complaining that we hadn't talked about the song, oh, and then you called yeah, me out for it. Yeah, but we literally haven't said anything about this one. I think I said something about backpackers is a very abrasive song. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it, it is. That's a fair comment yeah. to make. Would you yeah, like to expand on like, that? No. Okay. Feels like sandpaper <laughs> to my ears. Oh, I rate it, but it's not. Uh, I, I wouldn't say, yeah, wouldn't say it's uh, an easy listen. Like it's personally, I don't like the beat that much. It's, I, I think it. I don't know. It's. It, I, I don't think it's um, a particularly difficult listen. I just think it's a bit dull. That's what I mean. 
Mm. I'm not yeah. saying I'm like struggling to get through it. Yeah. Because I'm like, ooh, this is the lyrics in this are not very Christian. <laughs> well, what I mean is like as well, I don't I don't particularly like the the drum sound. I don't like a lot of the the backing vocals that's going on in there. Yeah. The sort of like do that, do that, ah, ah, that kind of sound. Like what's that? Why oh, you gotta have that there? Mm. You know that stuff. Yeah, not too keen. Yeah, it's um, it's not the Power Rangers Mighty Morphin theme tune. I tell you that. <laughs> ah. Yeah, no, it's, you're right. It's not that. In yeah, so yeah. many ways. <laughs> in so <laughs> many ways. Um, yeah, again, I don't have loads to say. It's just kind of... I think it's because a lot of the lyrical content... Like, a rap album, probably first and foremost, should be based on its lyrical content. And I feel like this one is, is a little bit one-dimensional. Yeah. Um, I love that boy band. <laughs> yeah, this is where I start just having some issues with it. Uh, I start having some issues with you. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, who's got the best? Which one out of One Direction has the best solo music? Harry Styles. Oh, absolutely, Harry Styles. Okay, hands down. Good. Does Who? that mean it's actually any good though? No, yeah, actually, I you think know what? It, I, I rate it. it. Yeah, I think it's alright. Have also, you heard uh, the new one, no. new album? Oh, that's so, the album I'm referring to. Well, there's lights on. Is I think a, a good song. But he's had like two other ones that have been on the radio that are both a bit crap, and we put it on in work, and I didn't think the rest of it was any good at all. Which but, was the yeah. other one who put out a solo album recently? Nile Horan. It was like he's no, 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 Liam not Nile. Liam Payne. It, it was one. Of, it wasn't Nile either. But like you are pressing my One Direction knowledge. <laughs> I have so little of it. There's but Zane. I heard nothing but how bad it is. Liam Liam Payne put one out, and everyone was just like. I think someone made the joke about like who would have thought that it would be Liam Payne and not Harry Styles that's the sex crazed drug addict because apparently <laughs> just like all the songs are about how much he wants to have sex with well, who's the fifth nondescript. One? Well, there's not a fifth one. Also, either. wasn't it like Liam Payne donated all the the Zane revenue left. from that? Yeah, I know, album but like who's the fifth? To the Australian one? bushfires. Zane. And it came to, like, who's the Louis quid? Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Has he done that's anything? Yeah, I don't know. Like Has Louis Tomlinson released any solo? He was on Soccer Aid. Well, that's not answering the question, is it? <laughs> you said, has he done anything? Musically? Uh, oh, probably not, no. It was Louis Tomlinson that um, Gabby Bonnell-Hall made throw up in a, a charity football game, wasn't it? What? Do you not remember this? No. It was, Yeah, Louis Tomlinson tried to do, like, he tried to play professional football while doing yeah. One Direction. Yeah. But um, it was, I think it was Stylian Petrov's charity game. Mm-hmm. So it was like Celtic. Um, but this it was like, a... there was a load of Villa legends and whatnot. But mm-hmm. Louis Tomlinson was playing because he was one of the celebrity guests. Mm-hmm. I think he's on the pitch for a few seconds. And uh, Gabby O'Bonnellhaw tackles him. And mm-hmm. then uh, Louis Tomlinson ends up like throwing up on the pitch. Nice. <laughs> Fucking hell, when are Villa having a trophy parade? Uh, yes, on the 31st of January, he will be releasing his solo album, Walls. Louis Tomlinson. Walls? Walls. 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 Uh. W-A-L-L-S. Walls. Like, <laughs> for winning Just a the wall. Like the ice cream. <laughs> World War Three. So that was Backpackers. Have we got any more to say on that one? Or should we? No, I, go on to... I oh, thought okay. it was one of the better ones on the album. Next. <laughs> Jim's had enough boys. Track 8, L. What does it stand for? Anyway. A New York 9's and everywhere else 6. Time-wise. 
the opposite goes for chicks I'm in a taxi, texting with my best friend He's sleeping with this girl that he met up on the West End He's lucky, she's a career woman, no kids Most girls uh, see the clothes and try and so go I found out that L.E.S. Most stands for Lower East Side Song about him trying to sleep with a girl Whoa! Lower East what? Side <laughs> <laughs> You know, I find that interesting because throughout this whole album He's been at pains to tell everyone that he's a virgin <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that secretly, yeah, he likes sex. Yeah, I don't agree. I I don't think he does. <laughs> and even more secret level, he might just be a Power Ranger. <laughs> Which uh, so track now? <laughs> <laughs> That's how all the Power Rangers work. It's the black one. Is the black one? Is that true? It's, I can't yeah, it's first Power Ranger trope. Hmm. The <laughs> genuinely the yellow one is Asian, the black one is black. Yeah, the pink Fuck one is that. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> the pink one's a girl every time, and the main one is a straight white male. That's also true. The Red Ranger is always a oh, straight yeah. white attractive guy. For that's true. In the film, they had to change it up because they made. I never watched the um, the one they put out. He was the fucking years. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking minion <man. laughs> is it any good uh, no <laughs> we've already talked about this they totally, they only become the Power Rangers of 15 minutes left in the film yeah. run over that slightly underwhelming hill it's that so Power Rangers thing they should have had Kate Bush running off that hill playing <laughs> I'm like a pact with God <laughs> Fuck I think there's a wrestling match going on upstairs Yes, it's, it's stupid. I'm Welcome sorry. to our life. Yeah. Um, the chorus in this song is really bad. And we're never bad. It's... I've never heard anyone give such a fucking half-hearted vocal performance in my life. Yeah. You've clearly never been to a scavengers gig. That's <laughs> <laughs> why you make that joke every episode. Yeah. That's always kind of funny. Thank you. Kinda. Because um, I'll take that. But only the, it would be really funny, but I'd, I'd feel bad for laughing at I get so that. It's so mean about yourself. Yeah, I have low self-esteem. Hi, you're with friends. Mm. But yeah, the string loop in this song, I think, is great. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, love it's it. It's nice to be fair. It's another like nice sort of soothing instrumental. It's got that synth that kicks in. It's kind of cool. Kind it's of. It's a better kids, in my opinion, which we'll get to. Bye. Oh, I thought you meant kids by MGMT. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like that song. That's which MGMT's. That that's the shit MGMT song that's popular. So you got Electric Feel, which is a Electric masterpiece. Feels a tune. Uh, they, they only had three popular songs. I can't think of the third one, but Kids is the one that's like. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, you know that one's okay. It's the other one that's really bad. Yeah, they um, they wrote that first album. Yeah. And they were like, should we just put three like really commercial songs on it just for a laugh yeah and they're the three that got big <laughs> that's heavy um and then with every al- album following that they've had no success with any oh of it. that's heavy but to be fair they probably still get like really good billing on like festivals oh and yeah stuff. just because of those songs just because of the electric feel basically <laughs> i think what's they, the other one they refused to play one of them after a while <laughs> that's heavy uh i can't think for the life of me what that other one is but I remember thinking it's not very good. Oh, time to pretend. Do 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 do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that riff is f- really irritating. <laughs> yeah. It's not good at all. Um. Anyway, Elias. <laughs> this is the point in the album where I kind of just start 
not going losing on. interest because mm-hmm. I just start to feel that like it's especially in the verses it just starts becoming so samey mm-hmm. so samey and like I don't know maybe it's just that I'm not I mean I've I've only listened to this album once so mm-hmm. like maybe I am being harsh but it does just feel like I'm listening to the same song at this point now mm-hmm. but yeah yeah, it's it, he sort of has like this like stream of consciousness thing that he'll do, like where he's kind of like his flow isn't always really connected to the beat that much, yeah. which I think is part of the problem that I have occasionally with some of the where it, where it feels like just a poem over a beat mm-hmm. because like you know there's rappers who will actually try and connect it to an instrumental, but it's hard to do that if the instrumental doesn't really change because otherwise you're just repeating the same yeah. rhyming you know, structure the same flow. Um, but yeah, this one, this is like the start of a few songs coming up where I'm just kind of like, yeah, mm. I just had it on. And while I was walking home and I really wasn't feeling compelled to actually pay attention. Yeah. And it's weird. Cause I, I think you, you really could cut a few songs out of this album and it'd make it feel a lot better. Yeah. Like More it, really starts to drag from this point like you get to hear and because we got to hear when we were listening to it earlier and I thought near the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's alright we can get into this soon but like it, there's five tracks after this yeah and only two of them after this are really anything decent yeah yeah is the last it, two the last two yeah, it's, yeah. It, they're the only two that it feels like he's Worked on for like longer than a day. Yeah, should have a ban on albums that have more than ten songs on the podcast. (laughs) I'll do uh, Sonic Highways for my pick. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a fun episode because I would get so so whiny after like the first song. My back would be up, and I would just be like, "What's the first track on Sonic Highways?" Uh, I think it's something from nothing. That's got tune. Is it? I mean, it is, but it I'm saying, is it the first? Dio, though. Oh, yeah, don't but... even fucking start. It's totally different. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is something from nothing. No, it's Holy Diver. Yeah, Holy Diver goes... And, and what... Oh, so the end right. of the... That's still part of the fucking song, oh, is it not? Yeah. Something from nothing I, goes. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's different words in it. As well. it, it cuts out that whole bit of the end. It's not the same at all. So like one it's bar less, changes. It's less in inventive. The riff. I'm happy saying it's not as good of a riff. I'm just not happy saying it's the same. Riff. I, I will just. You cocksucker. There's definitely been lawsuits for less than that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but, but have James, one. But Johnny James Ronnie. Ronnie. What the fuck? Ronnie James Dio said that Dave Grohl could do that. Did he? No. <laughs> but you believed I'm it. I'm sure that Dio died before something yeah. nothing came out. Yeah, so... So it doesn't matter. By like... the problem. <laughs> to oh, be fair, now like... I just want to talk about Sonic Highways. Yeah. Shit. I'm not doing that, though. I'm doing a different one. Well, Marvin Gaye's estate sued for much less than that, so... Yeah. They, they can sue for anything. Off. How did uh, Megan Trainer and uh, what was the other guy? That's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Yeah. I don't know who. I'm sure there's no law that. against you. But... Yeah, but. Can you use someone's name? Fucking. If they could get away with suing you for it, they're going to yeah, try they it. Yeah, they try at least. Well, they sued. Like, uh, what was his name? 
the Robin Thicke. Yeah. And although I what? despise Robin uh, Thicke. Blurred Lines. Oh. That was bollocks as well. To be fair, that, nothing like No, though it was not similar to the original track. It's just a similar style of song, yeah. which is to say... They like, said the way they fucking won that case was they went... It's got the feel of the original yeah. song. And it's like, the, the issue is, when you're in a courtroom with a load of people who don't know fucking anything about music, yeah. you can yeah. say what you want. Yeah. And if they hear like anything that sounds slightly similar, they'll yeah. just agree with you. They were like, Your Honor, please inspect the vibes of this song. <laughs> <laughs> so can I get a vibe, vibe check, check in the courtroom? <laughs> and they were just like, mm. I mean, if anything... Mm-hmm. I hope that Robin Thicke lost that one because that song is horrible and it's rapey as fuck. Oh, yeah. it's it's an awful song. But yeah. I unfortunately I feel the need to defend <laughs> his right to put it out. You've become the thing you hate. Also, I'm really disappointed in myself for remembering Megan Trainer's name, but Noim. Well, not even the name of the singer who did the male voice. What's the, the male what's, voice? I don't know who did the. It's the guy who did a. Um, you just uh, want attention. Sean Mendes? No. no. Fucking hell, oh. Sean Mendes. They're all the same. Charlie. Charlie Puth. Puth, yeah, Charlie Puth. Because, yeah. right. I he always thought his name was flag. Puth. Oh, God. That doesn't surprise me at all. That's such a marriage. Charlie thing. Puth. That's so marriage. Charlie mad. Puth. <laughs> like, it is he, if you're Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, flying the flag for. Uh, Good pop music for for a while. Well, see, yeah, attention. No, that was Owl City. Great tune. Uh, well, one of them was a nonce, so they're discounted. Charlie Puth is too young to. Oh, be did you see? Um, Wait, what? Owl City was a nonce. Yeah, the guitarist from yeah, Owl City was the, a nonce. The touring guitarist for Owl City was a nonce. Oh, I mean, wait. So Owl City got cancelled because of a touring guitarist. No, no, he, they got a lot of attention that they probably did not. The want, issue though. is. Um, from <laughs> too many lightning bugs. <laughs> bugs. The issue, the, uh, <laughs> I need to get a the issue is with it is that um, because all the news reported that Owl City member uh, arrested for, for child porn, I think it was. Fuck. Um, Owl City is a solo artist and he used a touring guitarist. Yeah. So everyone reported it as if Owl City was a nonce. <laughs> So that was mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. Did you see um, fucking Portugal the man tried to sue the Jonas Brothers? For? For soccer. That's fair. Do you know what? I uh, think not, that's bullshit. It's not at all the same. I think that's bullshit, but when you said Portugal the man tried to sue the Jonas Brothers, I knew it was for soccer, but that's also kind of because Portugal the man has literally one song and it has <laughs> a muted guitar riff yeah. and... Uh, drums that feature uh, someone hitting the rim shot on like eighth yeah. notes or sixteenth notes. They, they sound nothing like. Yeah, I think that I think he, it went through as well. And has like <laughs> falsetto backing vocals. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I yeah, I think I think a lot of it is ridiculous. The I was going to actually mention this when we were talking about uh, Mick Jagger getting credit where it's due. Mm. Bittersweet Symphony. The, the verb, yeah. How shocking is that? It's so. They bad. only just started. What song is it even from? Isn't it like Jumping Jack Flash or something ridiculous um, like that? Right, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, it's a fucking orchestral version. Right. From an orchestral arrangement that yeah. was put on a completely separate album that the Rolling Stones had nothing to do with. Right. I don't know what song it was, uh-huh. but it was on that album. They had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um. So he sampled just like. I think it was what? How long's that loop? It's like oh, well, it's like three. It? It's like five notes or something yeah. like that. 
so he sampled that mm-hmm. from not even a official Rolling Stone song, mm-hmm. and then they took and he got he got permission from them as well. Yeah, and then they just went back on it. They took royalties off that song, which is like probably a fucking cash cow. That was by far the Verve's biggest. Oh song. yeah, absolutely. That's like one of the biggest British songs of like the yeah. last fifty years. And they only gave him the rights back to it like two years ago or something. And they were expecting everyone. And like everyone was praising him. It's less than two years ago because I remember Damon talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was in second year of uni. Uh So it it was like really recently. That's sickening though. When you think about how much money the Rolling Stones have anyway, why on earth would you feel the need to just do that? I'll be seeing them at the end of the month. Free ticket to a Merce Festival. We oh to yeah. Go see him and go backstage and then not meet him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stand around awkwardly. Damon poked his head around the door, yeah. and then uh, which Dashcroft never showed. But yeah, no, you should go to that because he's. I'm going. Good. He's class live. To be yeah. Fair. Although you won't have the orchestra. The I'm orchestra is bad so good. That's class. I'm gutted that you didn't get into the I know. sound check because. Yeah. Have we got time for that story? Yeah. yeah. There was a bit in the sound check. Um, where it was basically, it was basically just me, the sound tech, and Richard Ashcroft with his orchestra, um, and then like the the orchestra just did a bit on their own, and I I was like completely overwhelmed by it. I was like, holy shit, it sounded incredible! Unreal. Like in the fucking echo arena, mm-hmm. just an orchestra, just, like literally just me and the sound tech listening yeah. to it. Fucking mad, and I could have been there because basically I was in Liverpool and uni at the time, and Dan had just started in. I think it was your first year, was it? Yeah. yeah. Damon Dan's tour for all you listeners at home was uh, playing with um, Richard Ashcroft in the Echo, and uh, so you were like, yeah, yeah, we'll come up, we can go to sound check, we can go and see what sound check's like, and then we've got we got decent sit- seats for the gig, and like we get there, walked all the way out of town down to the docks, and I got like turned away at the door. Yeah. I remember just going back and like I was just like, "What well, shit? I've got an essay to do." So I just went back. <laughs> While Dan was listening, watching Richard Ashcroft sound check, I was like frantically trying to crack out a two thousand word <laughs> essay or something. Why are you turned away at the door? Because I don't know. They, I, I, they only, only had, had me down. Yeah. I had said, but yeah. they would only put me down for the thing. Yeah. Oof. Never mind, eh? Which is a shame. Yeah. And now look at you. Now look at me. Sat. Bitching about it on a podcast. I'm wondering if it's going to... Because I'm assuming he's not going to be with his uh, accompanying band or whatever. He, uh, how no, is he, he won't be. He'll, he'll probably he'll do it. be a, like what? Just like a regular band set with yeah. some backing tracks. Mm. Do you think he'll just do what Pete Doherty did last year and just play acoustic? Well, it gets super fucking high. I hope Because that would not be anywhere near it. I think, I think he'll have a, like a, a, a five-piece band probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I wasn't. Is it, is it like, a proper game? I wasn't like, is he going to bring the whole fucking orchestra to the <laughs> tram shed? Like? No, but he could bring like a string quartet or mm. something with him. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not. Even then, like, tram shed stage might not be that big mm. to have a five piece band and a f- string quartet. We should know we've been on it. <laughs> we have. Is Damon doing it? Probably. No idea. Um. <laughs> anyway, next song, yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, gonna... Track nine. Just skip, hold it down. Just skip a few songs and just go straight towards the end one. Okay. Well, 
spoiler we probably don't have much to say about the next couple. So the next see. three, I've literally nothing to Sweet. Strings, and he complains a bit, and it's kind of a love song at times. Is that Conor McGregor doing breakdancing? <laughs> no, not Conor McGregor. Oh. Just, just, just some crackhead. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, just some crackhead. <laughs> um, Are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of just the, hitting the same marks that the previous song did, and the next what, couple are going to do. Oh, um, you know, I'm. I'm convinced that he thought it was a good idea to have this many songs in, but I'm also convinced that he was wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Thirteen's not always like a bad amount of songs to put on an album either. But Some say it's the this one number. just <laughs> No they don't. No that's they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like this album just gets to a point where I'm just like, Okay, now I'm I'm ready for like the last song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're still four songs away. Yeah. And it's just like, like I there's albums that have got, I mean, how many how many tracks are on the Night Cafe album? I made it my album of the eighteen, year. eighteen, and I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, and it then doesn't, I'm, it doesn't I'm here complaining all, about yeah. thirteen songs. Yeah, most I think of the albums it I like help probably that a lot of the tracks on this album um, don't feel like it doesn't feel like it, it's meant for an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they're just sort of they just they're just there. Like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't flow very well. It's doesn't just track like after it's... track. It doesn't feel like an album. Doesn't seem like it's on there by design. Yeah. I just feel like at this point I'm just getting like it just nothing really like I think um which was the song that we said had a really good synth. I forget the Heartbeat. names. Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like one of the only points when that synth came in, it was like one of the only points in this album where I really thought they'd done something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like they had a really good hook and everything, and it was just like the rest of this album just feels like it's not really doing anything special, yeah. or it's just not going anywhere out of his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, was, it it just gets a bit too bland for me now at this point. Yeah, I fully agree. Mm-hmm. I get you. I think the word you might be looking for there, and I fully agree with it, is this album is very safe. Yeah, yeah. Like for a guy, Bland's who, probably a harsh word, but like, hmm. well, like he's he's done two EPs, he's done a mixtape, and now it's his first labeled album. So up until, up until this point, I imagine he's probably had very little to no experience of writing an album of material, anyway. Hmm. And then obviously, first time on a label, you don't want to hit them with "Awaken My Love." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I, I get that. Took like, a while to get to that level. Yeah. <clears throat> but then I could probably find. A million albums in for someone in the same exact situation Boy. where they've done a better job and like because I I don't doubt that because I, I haven't really listened to much like other childish Gambino stuff but I'm sure he's incredible and like there's a lot to him that I do really like but yeah this album just doesn't really do it for me. I like that we're summing up, but we still got four songs to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really haven't got much to say about "Hold You Down" or "Kids" or "You See Me." I'm, I'm out now till sunrise. So, track ten. Kids. Keep up, keep up, keep up.
People watch for a bit and then go to the bathroom and then go back in. Annoyingly, though, like lyrically, it, it changes it up more than like most of the songs on the album. Yeah, it does one thing I hate though, and it's just it's, it's probably a me thing. Glockenspiel. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking hate Glockenspiel. <laughs> I hate when people rhyme boys with toys. I, was, I knew <laughs> it was going to be that. It's bad. I absolutely hate it, and it's, it's fine. It, there shouldn't be anything wrong with it because no, fuck that. There's use... plenty wrong with it. Yeah, I know. It's bad. I, it. <laughs> Jim's I hate just it. Angry because we've been playing 20th Century Boy for so long. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I hate those two words being used together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just so like I feel like it's always done. Yeah. I mean, fucking Shawn Michaels. Just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy. Maybe he's a... <laughs> don't don't if say you it. The don't words. say it low and deep like that. Combine the words, it's fine. No. Oh, I don't know. It sounds like some hypocrisy. I'm gonna sexy have to get, boy is a classic and you can't to get talk H- shit on that. To get it's one of the best the wrestling themes of all time. I mean, it's great. <laughs> they think I'm cute. You know that's actually I him know as I'm well. sexy. That's actually him. Uh, yeah, him I sexy. bet it is because it's fucking tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> and it's completely offbeat as well. Good tune. Yeah, good tune though. Better tune than this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 100%. I mean, so is fucking... I am a real American. We don't Fight talk about Hulk Hogan right. here. He's a, he's a dirty, dirty racist. Yes. Oh, well... What a weird way to, to to come out as a racist, like to be uh, fair. I'll, dirty racist. I'll be caught saying the N word in my sex tape. That wasn't, well, that, that wasn't just one, that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just that. He um, said it into the microphone at a WWE event. Oh my god! Wasn't it? We we coming for you? Oh no, that was not him. Oh, was it not? Who was that? Um, no, that, oh, was, that was that was Booker T. Booker T. Who oh, was Booker T. Yeah. His <laughs> face is so his facial expression when he realizes what he said. Yeah, but um, <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Of. Doesn't he just spend the rest of the promo with his head in his hand? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the immediate, the immediate look of regret when he says that yeah. is incredible. <laughs> I remember, um, I think it was SummerSlam 2005 as well. Vince McMahon, who is very much a white, a white man, man. <laughs> a very he white man. Word, and he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And Booker T's actually part In the of room. that segment as well. <laughs> oh, and he does the whole, did he just say that thing? But like, incredible. I don't know how that, I mean, even in 2005, I don't I just, think I just should have had a mental, like, okay. it just came back to me, the Vince McMahon series. Oh, is it like. And he like leans back when he says it, and then oh, the walks meme. away. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. it just came back to me. It's like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> oh, wrestling. There was a point here, and I can't remember where what it was. Boy toy. No, no, there was something else. Um, it was Hulk Hogan saying the N word. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was about his daughter being with a black guy, and yeah, he was because he said it. 
on a sex tape. Is it in the sex tape? Yeah, he's, he's talking his about his daughter boyfriend in a sex on a tape. Sex yeah, he's, Whoa. he's like something like, I don't like that N-word. And then, like, oh, and then they proceed to shag. It's oh, really weird. Christ. It's, My neighbours made a sex tape the other night. Of course, they don't know it yet. Oh. <laughs> well, that's going to have to get, please. <laughs> can't believe we skirted around the topic of, like, several WWE restarts being racist. And then Mark was like, boom. Sorry. <laughs> I bet so boom. many WWE stars are racist. Oh, yeah. They're all so anyway. <laughs> Stone Cold. Stone Cold yeah, Stone Austin. Yeah, sadly. Apparently, he's a, he's a woman beater as well. Which sucks. Yeah, mm. doesn't shock me. This you know who's not though. You know who must be such a good guy. Big the Dwayne, the Dwayne Dwayneson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet he's a prick. Nah, nah. Yeah, get like out. behind closed doors. Nah, I bet, I bet he's, he's a fucking not. I bet he's a lovely guy. Also, his father died yesterday. I think. Oh, oh, hey. Fucking hell. <laughs> All right. Um, so that was track ten, kids. Uh, he defo keeps like people in his back garden, and he could just beat up. The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to rail it back just so we can finish the yeah, episode no, 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 I and I can go to bed. o'clock at night. There's fucking Power ah. Rangers super mega ultra stupid force. Racists. Yeah. Super mega ultra super racist. Super ultra mega stupid force. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sick burn. Uh, right. This is this podcast. <laughs> you can enjoy editing this. Oh, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I usually move on just to the next listen song. through the whole thing and edit tiny little bits out, but this is going to be, be a lot of editing. It's going to be a complete jump of about three songs. There's going to be as much editing in this as I would have needed to do in that fucking podcast me, you and Johnny recorded. <laughs> Can't wait for the Charles Gambino again. camp episode to be ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I don't like about the song is it's the one song where if you're going to have it, or rather, if you're gonna have it on your album, it, sh- it shouldn't be on this song. Is having the guys in the background going, "Hey, hey oh yeah. Hey. yeah, that's proper like that's <clears throat> proper, proper cliche." That it, it's it's fine in any other like it would work in songs like Heartbeat or Bonfire, but in a slow, emotional, delicate song like this, it's the exact same thing that's on that Liam Payne song. Uh, uh, it's like. And I love it when the shake that thing. I assure you, I've never. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, mm, hey, mm, hey, mm, I didn't hey, know that was hey. Liam Payne. Yeah, and do you know what I mean? It's the most like sex fanatic yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, Shall we move on? Yes. Eleven. You see me. I'm on my ears. How watch these haters take their shots like they were alcoholics? What is he wearing? Somebody jack that fool steeds. If I'm a faggot, spell it right. I got fuck. Certified danger. Nonce. Yeah, nonce. Um, small bean regarder. Nonce alert. <laughs> nonce alert. <laughs> um, this song has every issue I have with his lyrics in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it just. The whole thing just makes me cringe, man. He's uh, he starts off by talking about shagging. The whole song's about shagging. Um, he takes issue with somebody calling him um, a slur for a, a gay man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about blowjobs from <laughs> from underage underage girls. girls. Mm-hmm. Talks about Tron. He does talk about Tron. 
Uh, yeah, he says like Tron, which is one of my issues also. Yeah. Um, he's hanging lanterns on shit left and right. Motherfucker. So many fucking lanterns. <laughs> do you get the impression that he might like Asian girls? I think he might yeah. be. Uh, yeah. I think so. I, yeah. I wasn't too sure, but like... <laughs> he addressed that earlier in the album, though. That is true. Yeah, he's he's established. And you should probably address it in every other song on this album, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. In fair yeah, but I think guy. he just maybe thought that he wasn't really Get ramming that point, point across. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to the Asian thing. <clears throat> the people need to know. He, uh... Yeah, that Heathrow line is bad. Mm. Like, it, we were just looking at it, and, like, he was 25 when this came out. That he's talking about having sex with someone who might not be 18 yet. So he's a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nonce. I- <laughs> he's a perv. There it is, boys. He's a slot badger. He's a two-pin <laughs> din plug. He's a bush dodger. He's a small bean regarder. <laughs> he's just reading these off his phone. Yeah? He's a unabomber. He's a nut administrator. He's a unabomber. You're a bent ref. Is that genuinely the crazy world of Arthur Brown? The crazy world of Arthur Brown. You're a free willy. You're a chimney bottler. You're a bunty man. You're a <laughs> bunty man. <laughs> you know what? A unabomber. It's off. It's off. Um, no, unabomber. I was going to say, it's what off, the fuck's the unabomber got to do with? Nonsense? It's off um, brass eye. Right. They do an episode on paedophiles. Right. It's the one with Gary Lineker. Right, yeah. Who's yeah. Baltimore. That means I'm running at a child with my trousers <laughs> down. <laughs> That's going to make we sure. We all know so that Gary Lineker shakes crisps. Trail. Yeah. Um, but not kids. Yeah. Just crisps. Just crisps. So he's a good lad. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit bad. A bit bad, that. Songs um, kind of... Like the, the instrumental, I don't mind. I think it's something that's actually yeah. The instrumental after about half wishy washy, the previous like six were. It's good to have something with a bit of substance. Yeah. Um, there's it a is couple. It's a nonsy substance, though, to be fair. Yeah. Very bunty. I wish more of the songs on this album kind of vary. Uh, had like more going on with the instrumentals. Like this yeah, was yeah. this like when it all comes in on this track, it was like actually quite a. Impactful. Yeah, it was quite refreshing to have something that actually stood out, and mm-hmm. then he went and ruined it with the lyrics. But mm-hmm. in fairness, though, he has one of the better flows on this song. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, flow is really good. The, um, the section at the end, we've got the I got a bunch of jackanapes at the back of me that'll lacerate anyone in the back of a matinee and laugh while they're masturbating all over your beaten body. That's he, nice. He has a line about coin on a face, and that yeah. was a bit vile. There's one of them in. Every two songs, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, he's really got this. Like, he's got like so. It many was things. really prominent in this one. Though. Yeah. It finished off it, uh, uh, and I'm coming on a face. Have I gone too far? Yeah, but there's a there's another line about that uh, in Backpackers about Look, coming on a Facebook. Mm-hmm. Having more than one coming on a face line in the same <laughs> in album in an entire body of work might, might be yeah. an issue. Saying it with your whole chest, though. Speaking of. <laughs> He's, he rhymes shit with shit <laughs> twice in the same fucking song. I, I was saying earlier, I was like, oh, he rhymes shit with shit like twice in this album. I didn't realise it was in the same song. <laughs> that is shocking. There's a few lyrics in this that are really good. Um, I think I've got rid of them. I had them up. But the one that's like, um, the one where he 
uses that mama say mama say mama 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 say 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 because, yes, I'm going to say Mama Sa, Mama Kusa. There you go. Because yeah. Rihanna used that in yeah. Don't Stop the Music. You mean Michael Jackson used that? Well, they both did. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. Jackson used first. Yeah, but Rihanna's... And he is a bunty man. He's a unibomber. I don't actually know. <laughs> this is just some crazy word of Well, Michael around. Jackson used it in uh, Wanna Be Starting Something. Jay-Z uh, used it in Face Off. God, Rihanna used it in Don't Stop the Music. And Kanye used it in Lost in the World. You if go. you want to be specific about it. There you go. Motherfucker. We got that. I didn't realise um, it was Don't Start the Music that she mm. used it in. Mm-hmm. I take issue with Jamie Colm not including it's that the line whole, um, It's the <laughs> whole like, <laughs> mid-life for that song. Imagine if he just Oh yeah, because he replaces it with a jazz piano solo. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mate, of course he does. It's class. It's good. It's be- uh, not his best song though. What is? I'm all over it now. That's a great song. I want to go to Mad Cool. Exactly. Well, I want to go to Mad Cool just to hear that. I, I so want to see Jamie Cullum, mm-hmm. but I know I'll be surrounded by a swarm of 50 year old women. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite interesting for this song, obviously, uh, Donald Glover. Is the lyric, uh, She Got an Ugly Friend, roll solo. Perhaps he knew he was uh, one day I, be in the film. I think film. he might be stretching there. Maybe. I, I might be, I don't know. But um, I'm currently <laughs> running out of space on my SSD. <laughs> so oh, we might need to start speeding up. <laughs> All right, we've got two songs left. Let's do it. Sunrise. Track 11. Track 12. We one baguette, boys. That was racist. Yeah, it's like the first thing where it doesn't feel mean spirited. Yeah, in like a really long time. Even though I'm pretty sure he's calling someone stupid. Yeah, but, but I feel like it's okay to like like stupid compared to the yeah shit he has been saying <laughs> is like a compliment. I think. Yeah, he says what it do, bitch. But to be fair. I might just start saying hello to everyone like that. <laughs> what it do, bitch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just gonna go home, see me family. Me cat comes over to say hello. Hey, what it do, bitch? <laughs> cat turns around and walks away. Wants nothing to do with me. Something tells me like, that might be a bad idea. I ain't a dog. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> It's um, half eleven. Uh, half eleven. It's half twelve, yeah, and we're losing the plot, boys. Um, yeah, this one's good. They're really good. Plot. It's a uh, a lot of the lyrics. I don't think are particularly misogynistic. That's nice. <laughs> that's a nice change. Yeah. It's so it's so bad that that's what we're having to like, yeah, compliment that, on the song now. It's like this one does. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, she stay down like that new coat I bought her, and the fly Rihanna girls be drinking my coconut water. And I'm looking at her butt as well. <laughs> to be fair, that is a good line. And I'm looking at her butt. That's that 2020 hindsight. Love it. Yeah. Great it's, line. It'd be great if it wasn't That disgusting. would be innocent enough. I mean, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> well, gross. That, like, that wouldn't be innocent enough, I guess, just in the context of... I do feel like we would struggle offenders. to review any rap album 
I don't I know. know. This, this one takes it a bit too far. Like, but like <coughs> some of these lines, I've definitely heard worse. I think we all listen to rap, and mm-hmm. like, at least the stuff I listen to is fucking nowhere near this. Yeah. What's yeah. very loyal, What's he's too white? Like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't go anywhere near the topic. You know, like, or if well, he does, like, it's usually funny and self-deprecating. Yeah, Watsky's but, too white. Stormzy's too nice. Yeah, and well, Stormzy's too decent because he can be horrible. Loyal Connor is too nice. Loyal Connor's too Loyal nice. and Kendrick's great. got too much political shit to say. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't have time. <laughs> I think I think my I just prefer stuff that's either a bit more mm-hmm. introspective, like Loyal Connor, mm-hmm. or stuff that's more politically driven, like Kendrick Stormzy, and Stormzy, yeah. and and all those. So mm-hmm. I. I've never been a fan of like ego rap, mm-hmm. which is very much yeah. what this album is. Yeah, that's a good point because Bonfire was the first track I'd heard off this. Not to go back to it, but it was the first track I'd heard off this, and that was like a long time ago. I remember thinking like, "Oh, that's that's class," because yeah. like there's not like isolated on its own. Yeah, some of the lyrics on it are questionable, but it's just like a massive like ego mm-hmm. trip of a song. Which, you know, yeah, fair enough. But then when you realise that about half of this album or over half is a massive ego trip. Yeah. That's when it starts to become a bit of a problem, yeah. I think. Um, but this one, I think, like we say, is, again, it's a bit of an ego trip. He's kind of like, you know, stating how much he's doing better than his, his I suppose, his peers or his haters. Yeah. But um, I, I think there's... Yeah. The other thing is I think there's probably... Um, I know it's a big part of this album is that he isn't what like a, a typical black rapper mm-hmm. in that he hasn't grown up in like poverty and, and mm-hmm. all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have a bit more of a right to release a, an ego rap album mm-hmm. if you have grown up in that situation. Yeah, yeah. If you've like overcome the struggle, if you've, if you've or... achieved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he does say he's 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 overcome a struggle. Yeah, uh, I guess it's just a case of like, yeah, I it's just it just is a bit grating. But like we say, like for this particular one, I think it's it's a, a good song. Yeah, definitely, yeah. it's one of the high spots on the whole album. Yeah, no doubt. Any other points? Oh, yeah, I did say no doubts, to be fair. <laughs> what, in the song or here? No, in this. <laughs> it's it a weird segue in the song. song. Um, any other points for this one or should we boogie um, on over to you? got anything else to say, Mark? I have nothing specific, just that uh, after the, what was it, four or five song lull, this is the first one pulled up yeah. uh, of interest. But otherwise, I'm, I'm aware we're running out of space on the SSD. So, track 13, that power. Well, that one. Bit about the bus on the end is fucking stupid, eh? <laughs> what you mean, the last four minutes of the track? Yeah, it's unbelievable how long that goes on for. Yeah. Like, you know what, though? <sighs> it's probably one of my high points of the album. Oh. What, that it's bit at the end? That whole bit, yeah. I, I, I quite like it for 
a very short amount of time, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, I feel that way about you. Could <laughs> that's safe? Like, I'm, I'm fucking off. You're fucking off. We're sorted. Um, um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got real. <laughs> uh, oh. Sorry, Jim, trying to play footsie with me. What a cute kick the shit out of him. <laughs> just, just because he's like coming on to you. Yeah, we're not living in a civilized society now, Jim. Listen, fuck you, your homophobia. <laughs> Um, yeah. Getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I don't want to make jokes about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy that bit for a little while, and uh, I feel it could do it either going into another chorus or something, or just ending. Yeah, yeah, and like the, <clears throat> it's a nice little section. Like the instrumental for that bit mm. is nice, although I think it's too quiet because he's. Yeah wants his little I don't know stupid short story to take <laughs> centre stage but um, to be honest if this was Kendrick Lamar and the album was to Pimp a Butterfly yeah but Kendrick Lamar has something to say yeah Kendrick yeah. Lamar would not have a four minute thing about how he fancied some girl at a summer camp and there then is, she told everyone about it and he got upset at the end of Kendrick's album where he does just speak for Four minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's a conversation much more with Tupac. This. But, yeah. um, it's, it's actually saying something. Camp. Like I'm it's not just. So are you? Uh, Before I left for camp, I imagined it would be me or three or four other dudes I hadn't met yet, running around all summer, getting into trouble. It turned out it. Would... Oh, you guys stop talking. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's telling his story, and like, to be honest, I wish that he told more stories over the course of the album because. The whole album, yeah, like you said, is like a massive ego trip that it doesn't really divert away from that that sort of subject Mm -hmm. a lot. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Mike's trying to sabotage. Yeah. No, I just turned him off. Trying to tell the story. (laughs) Yeah, I've... I've, It's like the only part of the whole album where he's like actually having some sort of a narrative rather than a... Look just, at me, look at me, off. this is all the things I'm doing. <laughs> mm. I like Asian like women. I like you. Yeah, like I don't know, do you not just I think it just, like you. it's just I like... you do or do not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, if he's got, he doesn't even have to try and make it rhyme. Or he doesn't even have to try and have it fit to like the theme of a, like the theme of a song. He's literally just set this part aside to, to, to like speak something. And he chooses to like, again, whinge about having sex or not having sex you gotta remember though, in this like, story they're 13 yeah I know but then okay. doesn't he say like years later no oh well, I wasn't you gotta remember attention. this is the ending of the album so this is like this isn't like part of a song this is this is just <laughs> did you just delete that entire section no no I'm deleting things so that my sister <laughs> okay. yeah this is like just a bit and like you, yeah. you find that they a lot of albums will do this and I don't right. really think this should be necessarily part of our review of the song because it's not really part of the song but mm, it doesn't do anything bad like it's at the end of the album if you don't want to hear it you can turn it off at this point what is annoying is that the only real storytelling he does in the album he can't put into music well th- mm. this is what I was saying this is the only part where he does actually tell a yeah, story yeah but like if you want to tell a story you've got do a whole album. album to do yeah. it like, no I know it seems like he can't figure out how to tell a story with his words, so he just chats shit for 50 minutes, and mm. then 
the only story he can tell. He has to Actually literally just speak it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I The actual song, I can barely even remember. But it's just like... It's a nice enough track. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it kind of... That bit of the ending kind of, I think, takes the, the precedent in that in this song and it kind of feels a little bit like maybe something you would have at the end of like an episode of Community or something yeah <laughs> or like the season finale of Community talking about like what he's learned and all this kind of shit and it's just like I don't know I'm sure if you asked him about it he'd probably have a reason for why he put it in but it just kind of seems like a throwaway topic for what could have been quite a sincere moment and I think he intends it to be a sincere moment but I just think the subject matter is just lacking when you compare it to what, you know, I know we keep on bringing him up and I know it's hard to judge everyone by Kendrick's. He's the best rapper alive, but, well, in my opinion. No, I but agree. he, like, if, when Kendrick sets apart, sets, you know, gives himself four minutes, completely free of any constraints to talk about something, it normally has way more weight. Yeah. I think it would have just been nice considering how much we complain about how oh, the, these lyrics were shallow this is kind of a re- theme that gets repeated mm-hmm. if he'd just taken that time because I'm sure he's an intelligent man I'm sure he's got plenty of things he, to he say he proves it in his later, in his later work, work yeah, yeah. Um, you know that's just my thoughts yeah I'm trying to get some more details on it but uh, mm-hmm. that actual outro bit of this song he didn't even write it is oh. it, is it oh, someone what? else's? It was written by DC Pearson from uh, his comedy trio Derek Comedy, who apparently was in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I'm trying to find wh- where he was. Uh, but, uh, so he didn't even write it. It was written by uh, a friend of his. Lazy prick. So you're saying <laughs> That's this even one more pl- confusing. You're saying there's one point in here where he's telling a story. He didn't even tell that you story. Didn't even tell the story. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's made that entire, like, five, ten minute conversation we just had completely Well, I was going to dive in any minute. I don't want to interrupt you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. But still, the point still stands. He he made the decision to set aside that part of the, of the album. Yeah. And then didn't even use his own story. He used someone yeah. else's pointless story. He never said, so I haven't been saying anything else. <laughs> enjoy the small miracle of and the fact it speeds up is kind of something so different. But by that so point, I'm just so past caring because that's like three minutes it in. It starts speeding up like so late into and that so section as well. Drastically. That, like, yeah. If if I didn't have to listen to it, I would have stopped listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's a bit more of a flourish to end the album with like those mm-hmm. two songs, I would say. Yeah. I wouldn't probably, you know, just want to judge this album as an album closer by itself because I do think it's quite similar to some ways yeah. in some aspects um, so it's a, it's a flourish to the end the album but for me as a whole I don't think the album quite when you said oh I'm going to do a Childish Gambino album and from what I'd heard of him I was like oh this should be good it should be interesting thought provoking stuff mm-hmm. I think yeah, if it it's had all been, about fucking yeah I think if it had been a later <laughs> one, then, you know, it definitely would have been, but it, it, I guess he just had a, you know, a bit of a one-track mind at that point. And there's a really strong EP worth of songs on this album. Oh, definitely. But there's a lot of... Uh, filler. A lot of filler. Yeah. I'd agree with that. If this was, like, a six-song EP, it'd be right up there. Mm. You know. But like, Outside, Bonfire, mm-hmm. Heartbeat, Sunrise, that power minus the poem bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you see me and uh, maybe Firefly backpackers. Maybe Firefly as well. But then you got all the shine, let her home, hold you down, kids. You see me, 
Elias is a bit flat as oh, well. Oh, and Elias, yeah. Lower East Side. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely worth listening to because it's not something I've listened to before, but I don't think I'll be revisiting it. Yeah. Um, I I think um, I was disappointed just because like his later stuff is so interesting and it's much more introspective and he does talk about... Like, Moving to California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he talks about like proper issues more mm. later on. Mm-hmm. And to come to this and just hear him talk about just shagging and and being famous being, yeah being famous <coughs> and being upset that people are pissed off at him because yeah. he's famous like, yeah you know That's it. it's so much of a, a non-issue <laughs> yeah so it sounds like a pretty nice problem to have yeah like <laughs> yeah I don't really have anything else to say on it. Okay. Uh, any closing statement? What do you think about the album? I I can definitely see that there's something there. Like he's like, because I like I again I haven't really listened to a whole lot of his stuff, but you you can tell that he's got the talent. He can. It, it's just I, for me, it's the instrumentation, which I don't know how much of it comes down to him, mm. and. Maybe some lyric choices and the the topics, but yeah, the, like like he, the flows are really good. Like throughout the album, there's plenty to go from. Like like I I can definitely tell that he was he would go on to do a lot mm. better than that. Right. But um, yeah, it's just a shame because I there, there's a lot in this album that is like so close to being really really good. Mm-hmm. But then it just doesn't quite do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really? So, right. top three. Top three. Whoa, now you're asking. Um, <laughs> Heartbeat is number one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I should have gone backwards, really, but screw it. <laughs> Heartbeat's number one. Sunrise is number two. And uh, Bonfire's number three. Fair. Fair enough. There's definitely three strong tracks yeah. off it. Can't really complain. Can't really argue. And uh, before we get on to the next section, um, name the four members of the Beatles, please. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, hang on, don't tell me. Uh, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and some other mucker. Um, some other mucker. He's, he's, that's the name that came... Oh, uh, hang on, hang on. George Harrison? Now that is what we call character development. It's character development, boys. Season one to season two. Name me two members of the Rolling Stones. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You're asking too much of me, my friend. I think for most people, two is the absolute maximum. (laughs) I will say, uh, you might have heard my phone go off just now. Uh, My friend Callum has messaged me on Instagram because I posted, obviously, that we're doing this album. Mm -hmm. And he said, what a great album. And that's spoken word, but at the end, oh. (laughs) Oh, Cal. Sorry, Cal. You're going to enjoy this episode. (laughs) Callum Atkinson. It is indeed. (laughs) Love that boy. The boy, the man, the myth, the legend. I feel bad now. (laughs) You should. Cal is an angel and you probably just upset him. I've got to stick to my guns. I've got More importantly, can you name all four members of my chemical romance? Technically Uh, five, but discount the drama because, you know. Jared Way. Everyone does. That's the one that matters. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's about it. (laughs) I want to see if I can do it. You've already got half of another one. I know, right? Uh, is, I, is there I another way? Yeah, yeah. The brother. Uh, 
Frankie. Let's go with that. Nope. You're That's close. Like, Almost, close, but no. Fair. So there's, there's Gerard Way. Yep. There's Frankie Arrow. Yep. Yep. There is Ray Toro. Yep. I was wondering if he was still there. And Gerard Way's brother, whose name... I'll give it to you if you don't know it. Go on. Mikey. Oh, yeah, Mikey, Mikey Way. And drummer was... It was Bob Breyer. It was Bob Breyer. Bob Breyer. Tell you what. I can't remember who was after him. I'm pretty sure that's like Someone one of two bands I like, can actually name. Didn't uh, <laughs> three bands now, Beatles, I like, can name the full line of <laughs> Didn't the drummer after, after Bob Breyer, wasn't he also temporarily a member of Paramore as well? Are you talking about Aaron Gillespie? No, no, he's I the know frontman he, of Under Oath, isn't he? Yeah, but he also he was the drummer for... Was he? No, no, he was the frontman for Under Oath, I think. But he, yeah, he was he drummed, under Oath. He, he did drums oh, for a lot of other bands. Huh. Yeah, he drummed for... Uh, I know he was part um, of Paramore for self, a bit. Well, he toured the self-titled album. Because a drummer called Elon Rubin, who is That's who fucking thinking. ridiculous. I didn't even know he, he was, was a drummer. No, he wasn't with My Chemical Romance, but he looks really similar to Ray Toro. Wait, That's wait, why um, you're getting confused. There's someone I that I've definitely... Um, yeah, Elon Rubin did the drums on that and he drums he drums in Angels and Airwaves and tours with Nine Inch Nails oh, but Angels and Airwaves are not a good band <laughs> saying it that's now. fair that's fair I'm not going to argue that, that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah but Elon Rubin is genuinely fucking ridiculous like he's so good you could probably ask anyone who knows about like who knows about is aware of like drummers like yeah. him and they'll go oh yeah Elon Rubin's that's a, he's a fucking joke he's also the front man uh, plays guitar and sings in a band called uh, The New Regime who supported Muse on a US tour Ugh. and I follow him on Instagram like his wife's unbelievably good looking he's like he plays piano <laughs> Whoa. he plays you know he sings I don't think he's a particularly good singer but he does sing he plays guitar really? he is one of the best drummers I've ever seen he does um, you know do you know um, Sergeant Pepper's Jaded Hearts Club Band they did it's basically a Beatles cover group but it's made up out of like legit musicians it's like Miles Kane someone else Summit Kennedy I think Matt Bellamy plays bass in it um, oh, Elon yeah. Rubin plays yeah, guitar I've seen that the yeah. drummer from Muse plays drums in it yeah and they played like Paul McCartney's birthday party as just like a yeah, one off I saw that video yeah. and then because they enjoyed it so much they were like oh we'll just do this then <laughs> so they just basically go around playing Beatles songs everywhere um that's Elon Rubin. Matt Bellamy and Miles Kane have no right being in a band <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. If you, if, I, only, if like... I could name like two polar opposite musicians, it's <laughs> that's true. But there's also they have one massive similarity, which would be a problem because I think there's only so much of an ego quota in any, <laughs> and the pair of them love a wanky guitar solo. Yeah, but like Miles Kane's a better. Kane, a lot yeah. better but more cool they've got more to them like, yeah they, Matt Bellamy is obviously dead dead talented but he's also kind of cliche he is like as, as much as much as I know he is a prick mm. he's an incredible <laughs> yeah yeah I will say boys at uh, 10 to 1 rem- in the morning I think we should start wrapping this up well, I remember what I was actually thinking <laughs> of now you remember you were uh, talking about Lan Rubin is mm-hmm. it Lan Rubin or e- Elan Rubin Elon. Elon Rubin, yeah. He was Elon briefly uh, a member of Lost Prophets. Oh. oh. Elon Rubin was? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And with that, Whoa. let's get on to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's move swiftly That's on. so That's interesting. Recommendations. I did not know that. From 2006 to 2008. Well, there you so, go. It was before all of that came out. 
That's crazy. Does anybody have anything they want to start with? Um, I've been listening to a lot of... Uh, so, I never really liked Grime for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And very recently started kind of giving it a bit more attention. And I can literally <laughs> see the album I'm about to mention now. Um, I had listened to Psychodrama by Dave. And I wish that I'd listened to it about a month ago because I did my top 10 albums of the year Mm -hmm. and it would have been my number one. Wow. And uh, (coughs) so so Night Cafe got off lucky (laughs) because they would have dropped down to number two. But But who was number 10? Who would have fallen off the list? uh, Bring Me the Horizon. (laughs) Oof. Which, to be honest, says a lot about this year of music. Yeah. But... um, it's it's very concepty. It's like it it goes in a lot about like his life and his battle with depression and his upbringing. There's a ten minute song on it called Leslie, which is a really compelling like story about a woman who um who goes through a breakup and is pregnant with the ex's child, and it leads into like finding her well. So they get back together, and then he's cheating on her, and it actually ends quite dark. But I don't want to spoil too much of the story because mm-hmm. it is—it's a really—it's a really dark listen, and yeah. you should have a listen to it if anything. But like, just from start to finish, the album—it just works. It flows really nicely. Um, his lyrics are really good. Like, and it's just—it—it it just feels like it's real if like I and that's one of the things I have to look out for with lyrics is and I find it a lot in grime music is that it's you do feel like this is like a real story about someone's life yeah. and psychodrama is a really good um, look on Dave's I'm assuming his name is actually Dave <laughs> I don't know if it is or not but if it isn't then doesn't matter but yeah, yeah it, it's just it, it goes into like his um i think it goes into his dad going to prison mm-hmm. stuff like that like it's just it, it's no holds barred it just tells the whole story and it's just a really good album fair dues right. mm. it was something that had been on my radar i think it won like a mercury prize or something yeah like that. i think it's... i remember being annoyed because i think i wanted someone else to win it I really didn't want to. Probably I, I really didn't want to like him because after all, after the whole Glastonbury, oh yeah, Alex from Glastonbury sailor. stuff, I was just yeah. like, I could just, yeah. I was sick of hearing about him. <laughs> I've never really given him a proper listen. Yeah, fair. But I'm, I'm glad I finally did. Mm-hmm. Cool, decent. I'll go next. Um, there's two songs, um, because one of them is a single, one of them is part of an album. I just sort of didn't really like the album as a whole enough to recommend the whole album. Um, but it would be the first one would be a song by Stealing Sheep, who are a band that I had not heard of before. Um, it's called Joking Me, and it's I put it on my Instagram story. They said it was like the best song that I'd heard in ages, and I I do genuinely like still believe that I got it so just like s- surgically stuck in my head. It's just like. It's basically just a really catchy kind of synth pop song, but it's got a really interesting structure to it, and it builds up with like levels, 
the chorus hook is like the most catchy thing I think I've heard maybe ever it's just fantastic it's just like a really good song unfortunately from I I listened to it and it was one where I was like right I need to go through and listen to the rest of this album I did and it just didn't really like catch yeah. my imagination in the same way which is a shame but yeah joking me by uh, stealing sheep and then Tame Impala released a single uh, last week I think called Lost In Yesterday oh, yeah, which is a absolute so I saw someone on Twitter describe it as a certified <laughs> certified nut slapper and, uh, <laughs> and they they put that with a have you ever seen that picture of John Lennon walking down the street and he's got his leg at a really funny yes. angle? <laughs> They'd done that, but they'd like picture in pictured it. So it was like a dead trippy. It kind of looks like the album art. And I was like, yeah. And I just now thought I might get that put on the front of my bass drum. Yeah. <laughs> With the caption, certified nut slapper underneath <laughs> it. So yeah, Lost in Yesterday, Tame Impala, certified cool. nut slapper. You heard it here first. Uh, I think it's about last week now, maybe, maybe a week before. My friend Jared, who goes by uh, Stutter Shock, put out his first lo-fi uh, hip hop EP called Nerves. Uh, it's only four tracks, fourteen minutes, but it's banger to banger to banger to banger. Uh, nice. Old pictures, I think, and Red Room and Old Pictures, uh, absolute top tier tunes and also the artwork is really cool I think that was done by um, our friend Lauren Pitson as well so shout out to her uh, but yeah if you're into your lo-fi hip-hop beats to study and relax to <laughs> Stutter Shock Nerves EP cool happy days um, I've mostly been listening to stuff that we've already mentioned previously on the podcast so mm-hmm. I was at a little bit of a loose end with it like I've been listening to um, a lot of Ten songs that uh, happened when you left me mm. uh, by Darwin Dees. I've been listening to No CD on repeat <laughs> as, <laughs> along, along with um, I by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Th- th- I'm just putting those two on together and just putting them over and over again because mm. they're fucking class tunes. Um, but I guess like I'll probably go with. Uh, Enter the Wu-Tang because mm. my brother bought it for me for Christmas on vinyl nice. and it's got fucking tunes on it yeah it's got fucking it good, good tunes it was the other week when yeah we, we no, it. it's a really good album um, and obviously like it's a it's a fucking classic in its genre mm. so I don't know it's if, gonna be I think I, I come into like the living room I don't know if I'd been at work or something but I walked in and Wu-Tang Clan was playing and I was like whoa what the fuck have I just walked in it's 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 really it's really good though like yeah. I'd not I obviously had known who Wu-Tang Clan were but I hadn't really been I hadn't listened to them that much and it is just like so it's just like so effortlessly cool it's isn't it? great isn't it? Like it, really really distinctive it's stuff that like if somebody put out a track with the beats that they use now mm. you'd be like uh, yeah, I don't know about this, but they mm-hmm. make it sound so good. They make it. They make like, stuff that would sound kind of cartoonish sound really yeah. menacing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, it's just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's proper cool, and like, I'm very much of the opinion that um, I think rap is is currently sort of. Uh, although there's a lot of shit out there, like in in a lot of SoundCloud rappers and mumble rappers. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of um, sort of 
coming into its peak as a genre. Mm-hmm. I think Grime certainly is. Yeah, uh, I I, th- I think it's so, it's sort of a similar thing as like, you know, <laughs> rock got really just like great mm-hmm. around like the nineties, um, and now that hip hop's been an established genre for like thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty years plus, like it's it's really coming into its own. But then mm-hmm. when you go back and listen to like Wu Tang Clan and, and yeah. NWA, NWA and all that sort of stuff, like mm-hmm. it is fucking sick. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah. I, the other day, someone upstairs was playing. Um, is it good day? Today by, was a good day. Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is one of the best instrumentals. Yeah, I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, I had a mate who put me onto like just all of that kind of stuff um, in third year. We just used to listen to it like constantly in the flat, like, and it was on the same time as that. Um, well, it was the same time as I watched um, Straight Out of Compton, and the same time as the Defiant Ones documentary yeah, was on yeah. about Jimmy, Jimmy Iovine and and Dr. Dre, and how all that kind of fit into place. And like, I just proper like got immersed into it, and the like the just the amount of good music that was coming out of that yeah. scene is like right up there with you know like the grunge you know Seattle grunge explosion and like you know everything else that you would consider to be like a mm-hmm. proper you know renaissance moment for whatever genre it's just like it's class but I wanted I just had a thought do you reckon it's it kind of goes in cycles because you would if you were to say like I think it be, might be a bit reductionist to say like hip-hop properly started in the 90s but you would call that to be like maybe one of the first golden eras for I it think so. well, would it, be like it only really did start in like the mid to late 80s yeah and then it properly took off hit yeah. stride in the 90s mm-hmm. um i think there was a lull mm-hmm. in like the noughties to like the early yeah 2010s that's because all yeah, hip-hop was yeah. just featured artists on boy band groups that's the issue yeah. it's like i think um in the 90s it was very much still up and coming mm-hmm. artists that would that were generally from these mm. like areas where there, there, there was a lot of where the culture comes from yeah where all the culture comes from and then the it became a bit more mainstream at the end of the 90s to like the 2000s mm. yeah and then you got a load of fucking ego rappers that mm-hmm. are just like they've always been privileged and, mm-hmm. and they're just rapping about how fucking great their life is mm-hmm. and now it's become much more like it's it's sort of come back around to being a more politically driven sort mm-hmm. of genre yeah in a lot of areas I think grime had a massive part to play in that oh, I said in the UK yeah it's fucking... I, I said like I think I said um fucking what's it called the, the Skepta song uh that's not me I think yeah. I said that that was probably what I thought was like the most important song of the decade mm. certainly here because they just like the music was really really stale before growing yeah. coming like there was nothing like that was why a lot of people said like oh this is the new punk yeah there hadn't been a new punk in like what 30 years or something like that like it was something where music actually had a meaning or had an identity like the most popular genre of music wasn't shite throwaway pop songs yeah. it was grime had a you know but I think I wonder if there's like a pattern there between <clears throat> if we'd use rock as an example and then rap as an example. Rock, you would say you would say like the first golden age of rock was like the sixties, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, Beatles, whatever else you'd want to say, the Kinks, people like that. Then 
seventies and eighties were still good stuff, but the That's prevailing wank thing was <laughs> wank yeah. hair metal bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it took like till the nineties for it to be like a counterculture that kind of fixed it. Yeah. Like was rebelling against that. And then it's just that was about a thirty year gap. And then if rap started in the nineties, late eighties started off with a golden age, then went through about 10, 20 years of crap and is now 30 years later I coming think it, up through it, a golden like, age. A definitely parallel to be drawn between them. I yeah. think it's really interesting to look at, to be mm. fair. You wonder if it's just people saying, people who are passionate about the genre saying, I'm not fucking listening to this yeah. sorry excuse for the thing that I really <laughs> enjoy. I'm going to do something about it. Quick question. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this argument being like, well, discussed, but... Do you think grime is the new punk? Because yeah. there's a lot that's what, being that's said what about it. Just but no, but like, <laughs> but well, I well, yeah. I mentioned it, but I didn't expand <laughs> yeah. on it. I yeah. thought no, at the time I did. At the time, like when you know it was like um, Boy Better Know and like everything like that, and then Storms you come along. It kind of, it felt like you know it's it was like a celebration of what was probably the the main culture or the culture that everyone wanted to be a, be involved in. Because I guess it's people having some kind of... Like, I think it might just be that it was just nice to hear music in the mainstream that had, like, genuine thought and, and yeah. passion and, like, conviction behind it. Yeah. I think it was 100%, like, the new punk yeah. um, when it first blew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it still is to some degree. Mm-hmm. But like anything, it's gonna get watered down. Like mm-hmm. punk actually did. Like, like punk did, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it became fucking pop punk and all this shit. And mm-hmm. Green Day were initially punk, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're not anymore. Um, it it just happens. Like that's that's how. That's the thing that's like I suppose like punk originally. I mean, it was the music, but it was more the the culture around it. It was yeah. more the message, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really about like the the well it was about the hairdos and stuff as well it was it was less about the music than it was about yeah, the, yeah. the image mm-hmm. yeah and like i think that's what grime is now it's like i don't know it's just it feels like it's just a movement against shitty politics and stuff like that now mm-hmm. and that's the what government and fuck bars exactly well exactly and that's what punk originally was too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think there's always going to be some people who like, who really carry the torch for that message. I think there's some people who will just kind of split away from it, and or there's some people who will assimilate that to try and make money off it. Yeah. In the same way that people come in and try to dilute pop and try to mock, you know, yeah. kind of, or not pop, try to dilute punk. Yeah. Um, and there'll always be some people, people like Stormzy, for example. I think that's why he's so important and why he's so popular, is because his politics are so spot on and like resonate with so many people that he is like become more than just a grime artist. He's become more than an artist full stop, I think, hasn't he? You know? I think yeah. he's probably one of the most important like UK artists. Oh definitely. Oh for sure. Of the decade. Mm-hmm. Like me and you were discussing it with <laughs> idols and that yeah I thought you were saying like Storms is me. one of the most important UK artists like you and me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it goes like uh, right Storms here <laughs> me and Dan here and then like I don't know, Adele or whatever 
Yeah, that's uh, the thing. I probably like, thought you were on an ego trip for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that album will come. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think it's just, there's, you know, the music should have a message or should have thought behind it. Like all art should and, and, and majority of the times does. Mm-hmm. And I think, like this is the thing you mentioned about idols. We were saying about idols, like they, it's the same kind of thing. Like they have a message that they carry, and that makes their support so much stronger. Because yeah. you might like, you might someone might like Stormzy just because they like his flow and they like the the beats that he you know raps over. Because um, that's one thing that is has always impressed me about him, even when I didn't really care for grime as a genre, or or maybe have an opinion on how someone rapped. Um, I would always be like, oh, that's a, you know that is an interesting beat yeah. that he's rapping over whereas someone else has just got like shitty trap you know 808 mm. whatever just kind of all mashed together um so yeah i don't remember where this point started but Stormzy's <laughs> class and boris can fuck off <laughs> should we do my pick and then skedaddle all right well i have to give a shout out because otherwise she's gonna be really annoyed at me um because have my friend made a very good point uh that we don't ever really talk about girl artists female artists or don't like no one's done a female artist so far um so that's something where first of all i was actually considering this album for a while yeah we're gonna do paramore just to look at the drumming of elon rubin um no so what it is is a mind-numbingly sad album it's a breakup album um so it's basically sure you don't want to get on, on, in on this one, don't tempt right? me my my emo senses are tingling yeah <laughs> it, you'd have a field day with it it's i start. i don't remember when i started listening to it um i ha- actually have no idea but it's just been an album that i have thought was like just like perfect for i don't know about a year and a bit now um so it's by an artist called well the the project is called x-ray so ex apostrophe re um it's i think her name's like elena tonra or something she's the singer from daughter who are like a very mellow mellow band it's just a solo project that she did um i think as a way to try and handle a breakup um and it's really good i think it's I want to see whether you th- lot think it has enough variation in it because, like I say, it is so sad throughout the whole album. Um, but, you know, the quality is still there regardless. And I think some of the lyricism is fantastic. I think her singing's incredible. I think the music is compelling and different. So, yeah, X-Ray and the album's called X-Ray. Cool. So there we go. Get listening. Well, look forward to that whenever mm-hmm. it comes out. And I just want to say uh, cheers for having me. Peace. Thank you for your service. I'm looking forward to seeing if you commit to this. R.I.P. Lyric Corner. Well, I mean, I'll I'll probably come back for like the odd episode. And when it comes back around and Taylor goes, yep, we're doing a thrice album again. I'll be like, boys, (laughs) suddenly I'm free. Yeah, we need that two-parter for the Alchemy Index. Exactly. Are you going to come back on when we do Times Infinity? Obviously. Mm -hmm. I also want to be here. And then uh, we're going to have to pull up about seven chairs for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll have to we'll obviously be making sure to give you the recommendation for Aww, you. Give you that shout out. Thank you. On the house parents. that Mark built. But uh yeah, Lyric Corner signing off, boys.
Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it's just sleep deprivation at this point. Yeah, it's fucking fair. quarter past one in the morning. All right, well, uh, peace in a bit. Love you. Bye. Man.